Why, hello everyone! After a small break, welcome back to Hot Springs Island. We do indeed have a lad back. Allow me to join them in voice. What ho there, friends! What uh, ho! The audacity of this ho. Oh no. Oh my god! Alrighty, like I said, we are starting at midnight. It is 12 a.m. on the day 18, I believe. It is, yeah, correct. It is day 18. The Goa will be doing their thing in a little over a week. So you guys have some time. No rush. It's going to be when all the moons are full. All of them. All three of them. Every correct. single one of them. Every, Every single, single one. one. There's only three as of now. So for now, for now, there's three. another week. Correct. So after friending the Nereids, we took the tunnel from the southwest. Oh, oops. To the southeast. I the maps flipped. Oh, shock twist uh, over to the northwest. And we'll say we'll say our girl took us just because that makes that makes sense. It was basically her goodbye. Uh, is there anything you guys wanted to say to her before y'all y'all peace out? You know, it would fit Zerawi to say something, but I don't actually know what she would say. Fun talking with your great, 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 great nieces. I hope they respect you properly. Uh, she kind of giggles at that. You know, she's going to have to reacclimate herself to their culture and she kind of maybe enjoy the parting life a little too much. Uh, but she thinks you guys, you know, once again, like, seriously, I'm not going anywhere. So if you want to say, hey, hey, I'm going to be here. Just blow the whistle. But other than that, seriously, blow that I have one quick question. Uh, yes. Where did this come from? The cod piece of sustenance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there were a couple items we picked. OK, so you the, the, the part you unfortunately missed is we looted the shit out of that tower. There was a the lot shit out of that tower. Uh, it was a lot. I don't need to eat. <laughs> Well, you aren't wearing that thing, hopefully. Yeah, so you have it, but you're not it wearing it. It has some it. downsides. Yes. So you, you, you own it? If you want to trade it to someone, it's an item that you have access to, Aldrin. Yes, do not put it on. It's basically the party cod piece. <laughs> hmm. They found it in, a, in the party zone. So if you want to go nuts, hey, go nuts. Oh. You, I mean, hey. It has been worn as well. Oh, yeah. You don't need to poop. It That's may or may cool. not, It may or may not have been wor uh, worn during death. Oh. It was not or, found on a corpse, to be clear. Yes, but we also know that they didn't exactly leave corpses behind, or at least not all of them. Yes, yes. I, I say, you do know, Aldrin, that the uh, orange slimes are elves, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Just making sure. I'm, I'm trying to figure out I where I did, where that. did the lore drop. Where It's like, oh, no, they're elves. That's great. Uh, but yes, indeed. Yeah, so, I think we found that out when we went in. Excellent. There's, a, there's another item that I think... Oh, yeah. So you should have it on you. It's called the Box of Bladed Scars. It's literally a box full of strips of skin that if you put it near uh. your skin, it'll wrap around you, attached to your skin as a tattoo, which looks really cool. And if you just summon it, you just have a blade whenever you want. You can rip it off, which we did to you. I'm sorry. Uh, you were the test dummy. Uh, uh -oh. so it can come you off. You volunteered. Yeah, you volunteered. Voluntarily. Uh, quote, unquote. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so technically it comes off if you like instantly rip it off, but it took some skin with it. But it will meld to you and basically give you a dope tattoo. Don't worry about where the old elf skin went. It doesn't look rotten or anything. But you get a cool tattoo that says like long sword, short sword, or like daggers, and you can just summon a weapon when you want. So that's in your pocket. I don't see that in my inventory. It's in someone's pocket. I don't know. <laughs> in someone's pocket. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, long story short, it is indeed late. It is 12 a.m. midnight. By the time you guys emerge from this... You have a, a golden face ball that looks at me weird, I believe. <laughs> not every item is useful but <laughs> that being one of the weirder ones but we do indeed have lots of items now so entirely up to you guys what you decide to do 
Uh, this area here, if you want to take a little gander at the map, I do have it covered. There's so many cute things on the map, I don't know where to put things anymore. Uh, you all can see this little waterfall that's on the map. The top, the lake, before it turns into a fantastic waterfall, that is where you guys are going to emerge. So we're resting because we don't want to go in at night. Wait, did we rest before? I think we did, technically. We rested after, after the fight. Yes, you guys fought some guys. You instantly rested and had a chat with the Nereids, and then we kind of paused there. So if you guys want to like look around a bit, you don't have to rest. You guys can just take your time. I mean, Up to you. Is there anything in this hex we can like check out still? Uh, that is a great question. Let's have a look-see. We can look around a bit. Uh, so for this area in particular, we found the first two. We found the Cloud Falls. We've seen them before. Uh, we found this little temple area. There is one more With the section. deprivation chambers? Yes, so there's a weird sensory deprivation, like, orb? There's, like, four of them, I think. And they progressively, yeah, there's four giant basalt spheres, and they progressively get smaller. 40 feet, and then get smaller, 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 and then there's one more area after that. Oh, we already did the spheres. Yeah, we did. We've also done the falls, I believe. Yep. To, uh, for reference, Aldrin, I don't think they poked them. They basically went in the sphere, some weird shit happened, uh, they needed to, like, focus and clear their mind. And they were unable to do so for long enough, so the spear just kicked them out. No damage, nothing bad happened. It didn't uh, work because I'm an addict now. I also didn't do it, though. So. <laughs> so I guess we just go check out the last thing, then. Since we have time. It is day 17 still, right? Uh, day 18. The, the day just rolled over. The dawn of the 18th day approaches. Indeed. And we'll go ahead and find the last area of this wonderful little hex. Uh, for reference, this zone here is more of a light jungle. It's not really too thick and heavy. There's some beasties running about, but y'all mostly know how to avoid them for now. Uh, this next area, though, you come across trees and vegetation that uh, eventually thin out to become interspersed with stocky basalt pillars. I'm, I'm just going to be I'm going to be this word after a while before giving way to an acre of red brown mud. The basalt pillars are five to ten feet high and about two to five feet in diameter. They continue through the muddy area, and large clumps of green ferns and bushes filled with red-orange chakuga peppers cluster around their bases. There's swarms of black flies swooping from pillar to pillar, and loud sounds of slurping and bubbling that can be heard. Numerous tracks of boot, paw, hoof, claw, etc. can be seen in areas where the mud has dried out, and some of these imprints are so perfect that they preserve minute details about the creature who left them. Hey, husband. Yes. I'm not into that. That's fine. I didn't say you need to be into it. I'm just describing it to you. I'm describing it to you so you don't have to be into it. How's that sound? No, no you just said you're going to be salt soon. Oh, me? Yes, I'm not <laughs> into men like that. That's fine. <laughs> wow. No, I mean, that's fine as in, as in I will not become a basalt. Excellent. It, it was an... like marbly black stone? No. Wow. I like a little bit of pliancy. I mean, marble is very, uh, marble. Basalt is very brittle, yeah. Brittle? Well, this is going to break apart underneath me. Mm -hmm. No, thanks. I mean, it looks amazing, though. It's like having a trophy husband. <laughs> I guess that's one way of thinking about it. Also very heat resistant. Well, that doesn't help me, because I'm cold. Well, they complement each other, somehow. I don't know. All right, so, upon gazing at this bubbling mud and these basalt pillars, what do y'all do? So, bubbling mud. Are we talking like... Like those those healing mud baths. Yeah, go check it out. Similar. Yeah, to go getting it. If you I'm want sure to actually, Lack us all about the mud, so yeah, he'll check it out. So if you want to take a closer look, you don't necessarily have to jump in. You can just get closer. I'll poke it with a stick. I will also get closer. Yes. 
Excellent. Like with his tail. All right, upon getting closer to this outcropping, instantly, instantly recognizable, the smell of death and rotting corpses begins oh to waft yeah, just like home. from the bubbling mud. <laughs> and getting closer, dipping your stick and your tail in, you kind of dig around the mud a little bit, but you hit a few hard objects. And as you do, a few bubbles leap forth to the surface and reveal something underneath. Something that's white and hard, like a bone. Can, can I uh, snatch like a stone before he actually sticks it in? Uh, only if he's wants you to, unless he really went in it. If you if you if he, if he rushed it with his tail, I don't see you uh, being fast enough because. All right, all right, I'm going to attempt to snatch it. Leka, how do you respond? What snatching my tail? Yes. I'm gonna jump away from you. As long as you don't jump towards the mud, that's fine. I mean, that depends where you're standing, I guess. <laughs> roll the die. <laughs> what am I rolling? Y'all can just yeah, roll dex. Just for just both roll dex. Okay. Quick hands. You're feeling very quick, apparently. All right, after dashing to the side like it, she's able to just whoomp, grab onto that tail before you dip it into the bubbling mud. And during Once this time... Again, I'm hanging for my tail. <laughs> you can see Aldrin reveal some bone with the stick that he was wielding. Uh, Leka, your tail is too nice to melt off, okay? It's not that hot. Uh, think again! What is that? Upon closer inspection, I mean, the edges are not that hot, dead, guys. but the center might be that hot. Yeah, I'm not planning on diving in. You sure? Yeah. Mud is supposed to be really good for the skin. I'm still not going to jump, jump into boiling hot mud. I don't think you'll have skin after jumping into that. I mean, I don't have skin anyway. I have skin. You mean? I'm going to pat some, uh, some of that orange dust off you. I'm picturing the scene from uh, Pizza Pan with Tinkerbell. Perfect. <laughs> All right, I'll put you down. Sure. And after I, mean, I, I was just going to see if it's actually hot, hot with my tail. Like, I'm not going to jump in or anything. The edge, your body can feel that it's warm, but looking toward the center, now that you guys are as close as you are, you can tell that the mud bubbling closer to like the center of this whole area is hot. It would hurt, to put it lightly. Only a little bit. Smile. I'm just going to get some from the edge, I guess. And I'm as... going to dig slightly deeper, though, because I don't want surface mud. I mean, <laughs> nobody wants surface mud. Nah, it's been exposed to the air. Gross. Exactly. Disgusting. Exactly. It's almost a nice... Deep, bone-filled mud. Perfect. And as you dig through, you do indeed find more bones. Smaller bones near the edge. Uh, but you can see the whole thing kind of shifting occasionally. And, and watching from afar, some bones are just revealed naturally. And like I said, that stench of death is just not leaving. You're not I, sure if this 100% mud. Are there any the, signs? The mud smell like them? Yeah, are there any signs that they were jagged in there? There are indeed many signs of... Uh, Footprints entering, but not really of any leaving. Any footprints that get close to like the center, sort of past where you guys are, do not return. Where you guys are is about okay. is about the point of no return. Wait a back up. What if I I'm gonna throw the stick like just out there and see if anything attacks it? Alright, you, you you hawk the stick out there and as it slowly sinks into the mud, you guys see a large bubble form and it kind of and then steam like sizzles on out. And then it settles again. And then it happens one or two more times over to the right of that area. Hmm. As in something is moving or just generic random bubbles? Probably nothing moving. That was most likely a natural reaction. Some of the mud is getting onto the, uh, the peppers. But other than that, not really too much. Has a weird, sickly sweet smell combined with all the fruit nearby. It is definitely foul. But spend too much time here and it might not smell quite as bad. Now well, the peppers are probably very well fertilized. 
with all this delicious corpse mud. Oh yeah. So let's take some peppers and keep moving, I guess. The peppers are closer to the yeah, second. Yeah, the peppers are really harder to get. Uh, you guys already have some, and these are the same, so you don't really need to risk grabbing them. I mean, I have mage hands. I can move. Yeah, definitely. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's not that far. We need them. These are. Uh, I like them. I'm not sure about you, but. Maybe a little stinky. They are indeed good. Uh, so you're able to kind of snatch a couple of those. You said you took some of the mud as well? Yeah. Perfect. I mean, more so to, like, find out what it's like, but the moment I found out it spells like death, I probably would have dropped it. Well, as you were collecting it, you actually recall speaking with Bavmorda, and she actually does, she's mentioned that she collects earth, and this is vaguely familiar, kind of sparking a memory of, like, did she talk about this mud? Did I see some on, on in her hut? I think I did. This looks similar, so it, it wouldn't hurt to take some with you. Oh, sure. I'll fill a jar or something. I am, besides that. A jar of mud. A jar of mud. (laughs) Rich beyond your wildest dreams. Uh, Besides that, it is currently 4 a.m. The three of you decide to go anywhere else, do anything else? If it's 4 a.m., keep moving in now. We should arrive at like dawn, right? Uh, It'll be, uh, it'll be 8, yeah. Yeah. 8 a.m.? 8 a.m., correct. I I would hope it doesn't suddenly go from a.m. to p.m. That'd be a little strange. (laughs) I mean, uh, you never know with this place. That's true. Is that the plan? Alrighty. Like, are we still high enough on the hill to, like, I don't know, see or get a general layout of the city? Uh, yes. So if you guys move away from uh, Mudville, decide to weasel your way on closer. There are various paths that you can very much take uh, that are a bit safer. Let me go ahead and swip swap. So she'd be up there. As you guys can see, uh, down near the lower portion of the map, you guys can, as I mentioned, much easier see a path to the city. Hot Springs Island. Up top, though, I'll go ahead and just reveal it because you guys would have definitely seen this. Pretty much the whole city there for you. Those statues? There are plenty of statues. This That's exquisite detail? Of course. This, this, babe, this whole island is like statues. I draw. You draw from this distance or do you get closer? I draw from this distance. generally lounging in the sea. <laughs> Wait. I know the map isn't literal sometimes, but is that just an eyeball in the middle of that? Please ignore that for now. <laughs> there, there is something in the city. Like I said, it's dangerous. So that is technically relevant, but you don't know it's there. <laughs> it's a neat looking eyeball. It's a great I eyeball. I also know that there's a specific Nereid like trapped in the city. And, you know, that's totally not a Nereid right there, right? 100% no. Um, is it sunken in? Is what sunken in? It looks like it's half, half underwater. The city? Yeah, is that intentional? Partially, yes. I mean, was Venice intentional? <laughs> Definitely a valid question. So I'm going to go ahead and share a quick little overview of the city with you guys that you probably would have seen from up top. It is incredibly detailed. There's a lot going on here. Essentially, from a distance, you guys see tons of buildings of all types of descriptions. Some are entire elf bodies from head to hip. As you asked, are they sinking into the ocean? Yes, it looks like some of them. Just might be, there's a possibility some fell over. From where you guys can see, there are various arms and heads and things that have fallen off these large, dilapidated buildings, possibly? It looks like there actually might be some entrances from their mouths, from their stomachs. Some hands look like they might have holes in them. Uh, There are heads that are intentionally set to be buildings with their mouths wide open as a very clear entrance. There are various domed buildings. There are square buildings. There are some shaped like whales. There is everything here. It is absolutely wild. To the point where it almost doesn't make any sense with their design. But you can tell there are five distinct 
quadrants uh, and subsections to the city. I mean, they were probably high when they designed the place, so... I would not say probably. Most definitely. They're always high. I mean, you Even now. design a, a statue of a elf woman masturbating. Is one of them that? Yeah. Probably. The I one wouldn't on the, the ruined no. marketplace, the one below that. I wouldn't put it past them. There, there's basically art of things having sex everywhere. This is Sarabi's yeah, island. Yes, it is. It really is. It's too bad it's evil. It's not evil. It's also a trap. It's evil, they're just stupid. If I can't leave, it's evil. Also, they're not evil. They're like ruled by a demoness, and you are also a demoness, or a devil, rather. Yes, but... So you can't call them evil without calling yourself evil. I'm talking about Zvarku when I call the island evil. I mean, Zvarku isn't the entire island. He's just a dick. He controls <laughs> most things on this island. <laughs> yeah, he's still just a dick. And he won't be controlling it for much longer anyway. Alrighty, so... Uh, I'm going to ask you guys a question. It will indeed be 8 a.m. by the time we get here. To keep things relatively simple, like I said before, this area has the possibility of being absolutely gargantuan. We could spend forever here. We could spend almost equal time as we did on the island as we could in the city, but I'm going to simplify it because that's a bit much. So you guys were told there were riches here, and there is, that there's no bullshit. Joni said she found some things, but it was far too dangerous. She said there things roam at night. Of course, there's the Arva. Looking from a distance, you guys can see there are some traps set up, but during this particular window, nothing really too crazy. And while they're moving around, the rumors might have been a little too strong. While there are a few Arva here, they don't completely have this place on lockdown. In fact, you barely see any. Whether they're hiding, you're not sure. But you do know for a fact that there aren't hundreds of them roaming the city. So in that sense, you're more safe. So I will leave you guys basically with an option. There are five areas that we know exist here. So we'll basically split this into a point crawl ask. So a point crawl and a hex crawl. That's fun. Uh, there's five areas. There's the broken quarter, the iridescent stair, the crumbling infestation, the ruined marketplace, and the baths. Of course, the first area you guys are going to run into naturally is going to be the one in the, uh, the, the east, basically. Either the crumbling infestation or the broken quarter. Uh, each of those areas have different areas of interest. So I'll leave you guys, so we can definitely spend some time here, but I'll leave this part up to you guys. Let's skip the infestation, that sounds gross. Yeah, I mean, so. the quarters sounds like, you know, living quarters. There might be a lot of uh, information there. Yes. Ooh. So there's going to be stuff literally everywhere. None of these areas are just going to be blank. So I'll be very clear on that. Every place you go to will have something. I have prepared in each of these five areas two specific places. If you want to keep poking and prodding, you very much can, but there will be more threats. I only have, like I said, two prepared for each, so ten total areas prepared. If you want to keep poking, I will provide more loot with you, but there will be 100% more enemies. The longer you stay, the worse it gets. I'll give you guys two options, because it feels really weird to phrase it this way. We're still going to work in four-hour shifts, but you can do things one of two ways. If you go in silently and slowly, each of these points will take you four hours to look at. This is essentially going to signify you guys going from building to building, there being nothing in said building, you guys going slowly so that you're not seen, and then you find a building of value. If you go quickly, I'll let you see both buildings in the same four-hour block, except, obviously, you're going to be doing this much louder, because you're doing it twice as fast, and there's a we're, lot to look We're at. not in a rush, so I vote slow. Thing. All right, do you agree, Mr. Aldrin? Aldrist. Nope, Aldrin. Died again. Probably grabbing ice cream. I have to mix up the names a couple times. His I'm next obligated. character will be called Eldred. Yeah. We'll go uh, slow. Alrighty. 
But then the next question is, <laughs> I have a feeling I know the answer. So, Robbie, do you guys want to start since you're on the east side with the crumbling infestation or the broken quarter? Quarter. Quarter. Already. The order of no quarter. No quarter. It'll be around 12 p.m., a.k.a. noon, by the time we arrive and shifting about. So looking at this city, at least on the map, I'm not entirely sure how you're supposed to get in without getting wet. So it does look, it indeed look like there's a little too much water. And there is. You can see a lot of I mean, buildings have a are. Canoe. It's fine. You have a canoe. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. So um, we also have the stingray bracelets. Correct. That we have to get naked for those. Though. Mostly naked. Yeah. I mean, you have to leave your loot behind. So that's not the best idea. Um, but they, they look like Legos from a distance. The map in the book, I, I will take more so as gospel. And there are direct walkways to Hot Springs Island city. There was once a great wall that surrounded the city. Not so much anymore. It's been, uh, uh, you know, ixnade just a wee bit. Uh, as we are walking around, there's a lot of information here. Apologies if I missed anything. There is a lot of information here. OK, so one of the first thing you guys notice is this is very clearly the city you're expecting it to be. You see saunas, you see baths, homes, marketplaces, everything, places for drug paraphernalia, literally everything. Something very concerning that you notice, though, is occasionally kind of sparsed out. You see charred, blackened outlines of humanoid figures in various positions against walls, sitting, laying down. Like in the town? I think we saw something like that in the town, right? Not sure. Not 100% sure. Like the room below, I believe. Not sure. Something I similar. I, I thought I remembered something similar like that. Something definitely similar, but this is this is different. This is explicitly different, actually. This looks like the charred outline of some humanoid figure, and there's multiple. It's not just one or two. The more you guys look around, the more of these you find. And there's not more in one area or another. They're everywhere. And as you guys are walking about, you do off in the distance see one or two Arva patrols. But you wait, you take your time. And they're not really paying too much attention. They're kind of doing the same thing you guys are, but they're more used to this town than you are. And they kind of just move on. And as they do, uh, the first building we're going to come up to is a massive statue of elves getting their funk on, except this building looks like it's built from force-grown coral. Whether they had a mold of these elves boinking, or whether they chopped the coral off so that it grew in this way, you're not entirely sure. But it is very much a sight to behold. By the way, don't ask me for perception checks because I am just sketching everything. Fair enough. Oh, God. I'm just ignoring all of that. There's a lot to sketch. Much. I only the... care for information. Bring me books. This first, this first. Which I can't read, actually. But okay, never mind. This first area here, as you guys kind of gaze about a bit, you see various pillows and tables and things that are overturned and rotted away. There's mounds of fungus and weeds growing on everything uh, from what you guys have seen before plant wise there's nothing in particular that really stands out here but the place is very silent it looks like it's it was touched once but you're definitely getting kind of an odd feeling looking about here um it, it very much feels like a like a drug den or somewhere where you go like, well, like squat down and spend the night and you see all this from the entrance well we have enough um addict uh, paraphernalia from the tower, so I think we can pass this room. Sure. Or, or are we hoping for like relic, like dropped jewelry? <laughs> so, like I said, Gosh. any room I bring up will have something in it. If, if it's a great I, value, fine. we'll check it out. 
Not all of them are a great value, but there will be something in each room. So, all right, how do you guys approach this building? Carefully. I, mean, I guess just through the main gate, but carefully. Okay. Unless it's like yeah. an obvious back room, I guess. But looking around, it's compared to the other buildings. This one seems strangely open, and there's no animals roaming about. There's no plants roaming about. All of the mold and fungus seems to be growing on all the outer walls of the inside of the building. I'm too busy trying to to uh, uh, touch things. Go on, guys. Touch, touch, touch. I, mean, I, just I don't like touching things. Look in all the rooms to see if there's like anything, <laughs> like books at all or something. I don't really care about the rest. All right, fair enough. Uh, are you joining as well, Aldrin? Sure. I'll okay. help him look for books. Uh, while she's kind of sketching and chilling at the entrance, uh, Lekka and Aldrin, please roll me perception. <clears throat> nice. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah, eight to three. All right, starting <laughs> off hot. You know, for shits and giggles, Sarabi, roll two. <laughs> You're going to roll higher than us. Give me a sec. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah, Daniel with five. All right, and a ten. Right, well, this, good start, good start, good start. It, it, it's my fox ears. They're um, more observant than your guys' eyes. I mean, you still roll and you roll a ten. But I noticed more than you did. This is I true. Mean, that's kind of sucky to say because Lekka just tripped. <laughs> uh-huh. Funny you'd say that. Uh, Lekka, go ahead and roll me a dexterity save. Yay. Oh, good. <laughs> Woo! That's one in a row. Here we go. Off to a great start. Let's get these out of the way. All right. As you guys are looking about, attempting to find books and things of that nature, you don't really see too many books, unfortunately. This very much does indeed look like a drug den, a squat, and uh, as I said, things are like kind of weirdly open. The the mold and such doesn't really move or react in any way. Uh, Aldrin, Aldrin, yes, you made me do it, Sarabi. Aldrin. <laughs> yes. I'm looking at your tokens. So I don't do that. Uh, all right. The bird boy will always live in our hearts. It's all right. He was almost God. Anyway. Boys never leave. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, near the back, actually, there's there's like a side subroom, Aldrin, and you see there's some some weapons. And some weapon paraphernalia kind of kind of hidden back there. Uh, Lekka, you th- think you see another back room? And as you go to enter, your foot smacks up against something. And as it does, it cuts a wire very quickly and very cleanly. You hear something whipping through the air and you attempt to dodge out of the way. But unfortunately, no, just stand still. <laughs> do you just I don't like, even react. Just just a net one. Come on. com- completely shocked. I mean, I, okay. I, right. I literally run into it, whatever it is. Fair enough. A horribly sp- Spiked contraption comes hurling at you, dealing 11 damage. Spicy. As blades rake your flesh. Lekka. One second after that, in tandem, a huge metal cage also drops from the ceiling and lands cleanly and loudly over you, Lekka. When you say a cage, like for what kind of creatures was this cage made? AKA, am I small enough to just walk through the bars? (laughs) Uh, very much no. It, it's meant for intruders. So, any, Lekka, what did you do? Any sort of humanoid. Do you hear this, Sarabi? It is loud. It is metal clanging on this coral contraption, but it echoes through the halls. The, 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 this vacuous room does not contain the sound whatsoever. You guys will, know the sound went outside. I will uh, peek outside and see what my ears hear. As you're doing that, Sarabi, the Arva group that I mentioned, oh pop oh, their heads. Fresh. They pop their heads out the building that's uh, maybe two or three buildings away and they start looking about, they definitely heard it and they're probably on the way. Um, I'm going to run to the cage and try to lift it. Aldrin, Aldrin, hurry! The Arva are coming! It's def- fine. It's, <laughs> it's definitely heavy, Sarabi. Uh, it's fine. I can still use magic inside the cave. I'm, I'm literally safer here than outside. 
So the cave is the cave. The cage is definitely too heavy for just you, Sarabi. Um, what if I enhance myself? If you enhance yourself, that would definitely help. Uh, you and Lekka might be able to kind of get this thing off. Lekka doesn't really have a way of lifting it besides grabbing. Well, technically, the... I can cast Tense Floating Disc underneath it, I think. Unless it weighs more than 500 pounds. It does not. So you definitely can cast it under if you wish. Like, <laughs> that's just weird, though. That'll be an instance problem solved. It would, so... also, it would also take 10 minutes, uh, 5 minutes. Oh, you don't have 5 minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the downside. You can't, you can't use a skull slot to cast downside. Nope, I don't have it prepared. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> uh, Is that to be a ritual? Kind of ritual? Yep. Alrighty. Well, uh, hearing this, Aldrin, like I said, you see interesting weapon paraphernalia in front of you, but you do hear something metal, huge, racketing behind you. What do you do? Well, I'm going to go towards the metal sound, I guess. Alrighty. Are you enhancing yourself, Sarabi? Yes. Okay. Uh, strength, I'm assuming. Big buff, Sarabi. Yes. Excellent. Beautiful buff women. I love it. All right, Aldrin, you see Sarabi beginning to pump iron, and you see uh, Lekka's been caught in a metal cage. Um, my goal is to flip it, not lift it. So I should have more pushing power than lift power, right? Uh, both of these are acceptable. If the two of you work in tandem, you guys can just both do... Uh, you, I believe you roll with advantage, Sarabi. If you guys just do a strength check, should be good. Gonna roll horrible, I know it. <laughs> Come on, one at once. Oh, that's okay. There we go. So of the 17 and 17, Sarabi, which one do you want? <laughs> I'll take the 17. All right. Uh, interestingly, it, actually, sure? it automatically rolled advantage for you. Just no, so you know. hang on. I'll take the 17. Uh, that, might, that might be good. That might be good. Yes. All righty. The two of you are actually fairly quickly able to uh, lift this cage. And like a, you have to kind of wiggle out a bit because uh, part of that metal contraption was like semi stuck in your shoulder. But you're able to like, pretty easily pop it out. It was meant for a larger body, fortunately. And you can scurry out from under the cage if you wish. Yeah, instead of hitting me in my abdomen, it hit me in my face. Oh Thanks. boy. <laughs> All right, free so now. I'll crawl under. You guys. Luckily, I'm small. Fortunately, so they're able to get you out pretty easily. Uh, lower DC and all that. Uh, looking about, I would say probably the only treasure in this building was most likely in the room that Aldrin was in. Uh, you guys were able to free him quickly. I don't know if you guys want to poke at that again or hide. It is up to you, but you do know the Arva are on the way. They might not know us from this building. So when you look, Sarabi, they were looking about to see where it came from, but they're definitely 100% coming this direction. Can we hide in that back room? Probably, but there's no doors in this whole building. Everything is open. All right, but are there corners to hide in away from the door? Yes. Well, let's do that, because if they come in here and see the upturned cage, they should assume we left, right? That makes sense. So you, you said you're just Maybe. lifting the cage a bit so we can crawl out. Are you flipping the cage all the way? Yeah, I wanted to flip it onto its side. Perfect. Okay. With the cage completely flipped onto its side, do you do this loudly or carefully? I mean, we're kind of in a rush, so. Can you do that carefully? <laughs> I don't think I'm that strong. You rolled a 17 and a 15, so I'd say with the two of you uh, and the assistance of luck, if you guys, if you guys want to like lean it back, I would say you're allowed to do that. Take an extra second, but you can. As the cage fall over, you know, if you want it to be loud, I can just cast a spell, you know. <laughs> Can I can, can I ask Aldrin to, to lower it quietly since he's probably more level-headed than I am right now? And then I'll I'll struggle to lower it quietly on my own. I mean, I'll help a little. <laughs> Technically, you rolled better. <laughs> True. Well, good thing is he did not skip leg day. So yes, you guys are able to flip this cage. And if you want, you can actually go to that back room that Aldrin found and you can easily hide around a corner. There's just no doors. I mean, that's fine. We'll 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 hear them better this way. All right. Everyone agree? Sure. Yes. Sure. Scurry to the back. Like I says, he still pulls metal out of his body. All righty. Looking about, 
Mm. For a minute or so, you can hear them sniffing at the air. You can hear their scaly talons rake up against the outside. They begin to look around. Orders are quickly shouted. They look about, claws raking up against the side of the building. Moving on in, orders are shouted. They move to the cage. They look about, move the cage a bit. I sniff at the air. And Dice says, hmm. One of them looks outside and goes like, well, if the cage is flipped, there's no way they're still here. They're probably in the building over. And uh, them looking to each other, you can like hear them discuss something very quickly and move out of the building. After waiting a minute or so, you can tell that they are indeed gone. Hey, what's the room we're in? All right. While you guys are waiting, you're able to look. And this is, I wouldn't call it a security room per se, but there are various weapons comprised of bone and coral. And you also see some other things. Interestingly, Aldrin, it's very similar to like a honing oil for a weapon. And this can be applied to effectively any blunt, sharp, piercing, whatever weapon. And for a time, uh, we'll say for a minute, uh, you'll basically be swinging with advantage. As you can tell, this interesting concoction, uh, essentially, do you use any or do you kind of like look at it and just check it out? Like test it. There's like, eh, I'll say like four. It's like four doses. Yeah. Less honing oil, more homing oil. <laughs> I like that. We'll say that there's four or so dos- doses. And That's we're called now. Yeah, were you to swing, I very much guess we're calling it homing oil, 100%. Uh, were you to swing your weapon, it's, it just, it just feels better, almost like it cuts through the air more precisely. Ah, stay away from it, Daniel, he's gonna cut through <laughs> Come here, Daniel. <laughs> yes, hide in my fluffy tails. Not the fluffy tails. I can cut those off, too. Do that and die! <laughs> So aggressive. It's just a joke. <laughs> These are my babies. You guys realize there's still things be- outside, right? Huh? This isn't a real conversation. Shh. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> also, the uh, the circle of Daniel almost lines up with your little helmet, your little hat, Sarabi. Uh, it kind of does. I like it. <laughs> it's gonna. He's going to stay there. Uh, so yes, Aldrin, if you want to add these to your inventory, there's basically four things of oil that should still be good that you can apply to your weapon, and then for a minute, you can basically just stack with advantage. Consumables add homing oil. Indeed. Now, it is an oil, so if it's, it's exposed to anything that would, like, wash it off, it would go away, but just don't attack underwater, basically, or get it frozen, okay. which shouldn't happen on this island. <laughs> I mean... It's for, like, a minute? For a minute, correct. You say that, but I have a lot of, you know... Ice attacks. Just don't shoot your friend. <laughs> I mean, I can't guarantee that. Just don't find any more snakes that, you know, look really, really pretty. All right. Hey. And after this time, do we choose to head out? You guys can wait an appropriate amount of time so that no bullshit occurs. Yes. I mean, at least make sure that the, uh, the Goa are gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the Arva, by this time of, like, moving through and being relatively stealthy, you do know for a fact they are indeed gone. All right, keep checking for traps this time. As you guys are looking through this building, you notice there's multiple traps. There were a couple you guys did not spring, but now that you're being more careful, there are indeed a couple. Well, we know the Arvo were trap setters, so this makes sense. Also, trend setters. Alrighty. Uh, are we going to the other building in the Broken Quarter? Yes. Yes. Alrighty then. As we move about, avoiding the Arva, it'll be about 4 p.m. by the time we arrive. Your bull strength will be gone by then, Sarabi, but it's okay. You're still strong of mind, I guess. Strong oh. of character. Always. Well, now. I wouldn't say always if you happen uh, to. What? what? 
I recall one time you smelled pretty bad and weren't uh, really. No, no, that didn't happen. Oh yeah, sure, my bad. Sorry. I would never smell bad. Perish the thought. All right, looking about, we come across a miniature tower built from dry stone, coral, and whale bones. Looking about, you guys can tell that at one point this probably functioned as a watchtower. Precariously, though, from this distance, you can tell that it is barely being held together by rot. It is still indeed up, but just barely. Oh, good. Sounds like a job for a bird. I look to Daniel. Daniel looks to you. <laughs> well, good luck, Daniel. Waiting, huh? All right, well, considering he weighs almost nothing, Daniel flies on in. And looking about relatively quickly, uh, you can see, I assume you're looking through his eyes, so we're not playing charades? Uh, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, really Close easily. Rice within 100 feet, so. Easily, yeah, easily. Yeah. Uh, you see multiple things. Uh, number one, you see kind of wedged. Actually, here, let me, let me kind of roll this bad boy for him. All right, no. Looking about, he sees various massive centipedes that are hiding in various corners. Alongside them, he does see a few traps for some sort of powder? Something... So Yeah, yeah, definitely powdered. And definitely aimed at head level. So probably something to mess with your senses, most likely. And he can easily point those out for you. Uh, but besides that, kind of nestled into the back of this tower on the second floor, a little hard to get to, but not horrible. Uh, there seems to be a small cache of gold. And gold paraphernalia. How small are we talking? Uh, one more to look. He, he doesn't really have the strength to open everything and dig through everything. But from what he can see, I would say definitely a couple hundred hundred golds worth of things. Now, to be clear, to be super clear, you guys did loot the tower, a good portion of the tower. I told you not to worry about what you looted because there's literally too much. So you guys have various gems and gold on you already. It just hasn't been turned into gold. It's like cups and plates oh and shit like that. God. I mean, how far up or away is this gold? It's really not that far, honestly. The hard part would just be moving around carefully yeah. through the tower. And like, if it's it close enough, I would just, you know, mage hand there, blindly, guide myself somehow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you must definitely could. Uh, there's See nothing... if I can even attempt that. But... Yeah, on it, there's nothing absurdly heavy. It'll, it'll take you a while, as long as you're careful. Uh, you guys could easily spend four hours here if you just pulling gold down, and you guys pocketing it if you totally wanted to. I won't stop you. Mm. I'll just say... Well, there's some gold in there. I can probably get it down or we can move on. We have enough. Well, I say that we never have enough gold. Yeah, I have never zero enough. gold. Thank you very much. I got 30. Oh, yeah. you have a lot of gold. Look at all the stuff we have with us. Uh, mm, and I point to like the 15,000 gold worth of random gold shit we have on us. Oh my God. <laughs> Just need okay, to literally fine. turn it into gold. Yeah, so to be clear, you guys have a lot on you <laughs> and gems and shit. So has been cashed in to, yet. You know, give it to Ma and she'll give us gold for us. You guys can always mark this place on your map and come back later. Up to you. Yeah. I don't think I have anything that can do it faster either. Alrighty, well, noting down this tower, as I said, it is dilapidated, but should suffice if someone like you were to go in there. After all, someone did put it in there. So maybe they know the right steps to take. Who knows? Uh, regardless, we can indeed move on from here. Uh, since we're in the broken quarter, you guys can realistically uh, go to anywhere you'd like. Now, I will say from up top, you could tell that if any place were more well-guarded, it was probably, not surprising, the area at the very top, the baths. So definitely more dangerous up there. Well, that's where we're heading. So... Yeah, I mean, you guys can go to uh, the other options are Iridescent Stair, Crumbling Infestation, Ruined Marketplace, and then, of course, at the very, very tip-top, the baths. I was actually thinking we do... I mean, where I... would one find a library if there is something that looked like that in the city? 
Sure, from up top, you probably would have seen something. Give me one second. But I, I would actually think they're just in stare. I was thinking we could do an upside down U, though. Broken quarter, infestation, baths, marketplace, and then the stare. So an N. Uh, an N includes a middle squiggly. This is just a straight up and over. It, it depends how you write the N. Like an old school N is, the, is an upside down U. Okay, you're getting historical on me there. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, to be honest, it's how we still write the N, but yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's not the weird, you know, zigzag. All right, technically, from up top, more prominent buildings you've seen in the marketplace are, surprise, surprise, marketplaces of various types, form types, bizarre types, etc., etc. Uh, the bath has what seems to be a courthouse, and obviously the bathhouse. Uh, the crumbling infestation looks like it probably has a library and something pretty close to a temple. And then the stair itself has something also very similar to a temple uh, and also a smaller shop. Nowhere near as vast as the marketplace. A temple works, I guess. So which area are we hitting them next? We want the library, so crumbling infestation. Excellent no. choice. I like the way you said that. <laughs> I don't. I very much enjoy my impending death. All right, it begins to get a little bit darker. It'll be around 8 p.m. by the time we're done salvaging this area. And once again, we're moving slowly, so we're moving past all the Arva, and we come across somewhere nearby, now that we are indeed finished with the Broken Quarter. Moving into the crumbling infestation, uh, we come across a building with rippling sides that seem to be built from brick and timber. You're not sure if the rippling is an intentional design or if the wood was warped due to all the moisture and just time. It happens. Uh, this place very much indeed looks like a library. You can tell from a distance and also from above, now confirm that you're closer, the roof looks like it's about to fall in. Not horribly so, but it's quite precarious. Right. We go in. All right. And As you pre-cast comprehend language. All righty. As you head on in, surprise, surprise. There are definitely books aplenty. Not really, uh, not really too surprising here, as this indeed looks like a library. Many are rotted, but many are not. As I mentioned before, elves, when they are in their right mind and not completely high, uh, they should be using a very particular scroll, one that lasts thousands of years as they are indeed aged. And well, their books crumbling to dust don't really work when you live that long. So I'd say about 90% of the books here are fine in that sense. Some of them, unfortunately, have fallen to general rot plants and things of that nature. Uh, you're looking for the books like a Sarabi and Aldrin. What are you doing? Uh, I can also cast Comprehend Language from that. Is it a cube? You can do it one time, correct. I also gave you a stone with the spell in it. You can use it once. Yeah, you can do that one time. Once only or once per day? Once, once only. only. Um, since I'm, I'm in a I'm library, I'm is still it a... working on the thing that can make you cast it once per day for free. Gotcha. Is it a big library? It's fairly sized, yeah. It lasts for an hour, so it's probably better if we find some books first, but yeah. Yeah, if you want to hold on to it, Sarabi, that would be pretty smart, because you only get to use it once out of all these rooms, so. Step, all right, I can't I'll hold on it. But I could just I'll... start throwing books at Lekka. <laughs> I mean, at least you can read Elvish. Oh, true. I, don't I, can, need com it. I can comprehend language. Um, and I will ask if you see any medical books or books that builders would like. I mean, I'm just going to look at like, like architecture. if it's a library, it probably has like a, does it have an index somewhere? Uh, yes, or the like, does. Or like just massive placards with say, these are the books about sex. Yeah, the Dewey Decimal System. Which is everywhere. The, the sex section is 95% of the library. Yeah. 
the whole thing. How to sex. Hmm, my uh, bag is not big enough. <laughs> it puts the traveling Trevor to shame. Uh, Alrighty, so Lekka, you're basically reading Sarabi and Elgin Yellow grabbing books. Yes. I mean, I'm more so looking I mean, at like um, the spine of the books and seeing if there's anything interesting. Like I'm more so right. looking for stuff about this society and anything magical. Magical related, I'll, rather. I'll just look for whatever Lekka's looking for. Try and help him spend more spell of it. Tones. All right, sounds good. Uh, everybody roll me perception. Time to roll garbage. Nine. Yes. <laughs> Daniel, can you read Elvish? <laughs> Actually, is this for finding books or traps? Yes. Okay. Nine, 13, 19, 7. Beautiful. Okay. I'm very perceptive. 13, books. 19, looking pretty good. There are no analog traps, I believe is <laughs> the term. Yeah, analog, right? Yeah, physical traps that you can see at least. But upon closer inspection, as you guys are looking through various books and such, Daniel notices... On the floor, maybe this was concealed at some point, but it's no longer concealed. There are scribblings, inscriptions, and runes, circular, about the approximate size of a humanoid figure that are kind of spread throughout the building. These are definitely traps. We're not sure what spells associated with them, but these are 100% traps. Fortunately, we triggered none of them. That's a cute little... I have a weird... Uh, you, oh, clicked, you clicked disengage an accident. Yeah, okay. It's cute, I like it. <laughs> Little running boy. I didn't even know it out of those. That's a good time. All right, so let's check something. Okay, while looking about, we do find some various items that are wedged away with these books. Uh, one of them is a beautiful necklace that looks like it was woven from perfectly fresh pink flowers. Flowers and a vine. It looks far too fresh. And I'll say, Sarabi, you find this one. The vine? It's a vine necklace. That is adorned with pink flowers. Quite beautiful, actually. Do, have I re- do I recognize these flowers? No, not at all. And you said it looks fresh? It looks like it was just put together. It's quite beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I will gingerly reach for it. All right, you pick it up and it's just a necklace. It explodes. I, I can imagine putting it on and then dying from being suffocated. I mean, these elves are kinky, not killers. Oh, in that case, I put it I on. Mean, I mean, you know, strangulation might be a kink, but <laughs> not lethally. <laughs> you don't know the safe word? Indeed. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be really funny. I, th- there's literally like 600 magic items on this on this it's island. Fine. The safe word is Sopopa. I can almost guarantee there's something. That, oh, my God. That's really funny, actually. That, 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 perf- <laughs> that would perfectly fit with the theme of what he's got here. Okay. When you put this necklace on, you feel... Ah, you feel driven for some reason, Sarabi, to teach the closest person about just art and sex and music and all the cool shit you know. Uh, no, no, this is bad for me. Because Sarabi is hungry. Yeah, this is very bad. So when I say teach, I, I mean academically. Like uh-huh, uh-huh. This is still bad for me. I, I, I could literally rant for days on this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, you're not you don't have to do this. You just feel like... It, it's, it's like a it's like a feeling that washes over you as if to say you can explain your arts, Sarabi, so elegantly, more than usual. I will uh, flip around excitedly, realize I mean, the they're all busy. The closest person to you is Daniel right now. <laughs> oh, oh, in that case, I will start ranting to Daniel. He just starts nodding like, uh-huh. He's just, uh-huh. He's just nodding along, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, yep, 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 yep. And then he like looks over... Your shoulder, Sarabi, and catches your eye like, and he's like, oh, you're looking like, what is she doing? 
I'm just like raising a finger as a, as if to speak and think again and just walk away. All right. As, as, you're, kind of, Daniel there? as you're kind of teaching uh, Daniel, like waves a feather at you, Sarabi, as if to say like, oh, may, may, maybe later than he like points to the books. Oh, right. Uh, I'll take that necklace off. Okay. And sash it away. Daniel will probably grab the necklace and fly it away from you. Not before I sash it away, damn it. Why would you want this? Um, it's a good torture device for someone. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate this. So, are there any medical books around? Or architecture books? Okay, so... I'll check, th- I guess. There are lots of books. To be super clear, the sons of books here. Uh, I will jump to that in j- just a second, but Sarabi, there's medical, architecture, there's everything. Well, I stash all the but medical is, ones. Are familiars able to comprehend the same languages I can comprehend? Uh, mm, or is it just one language? Don't think that's how it works. I don't think that's how that works, but we'll hold it. Do you share your senses with him, or does he share your senses with you? Uh, he shares them with me. Yeah. Okay. Then, then I would say no. But he is looking around, and he kind of understands like what certain symbols look like. So he'll educated guess as to figure out which books are probably more useful than others. Also, yeah, you know, books are kind of heavy, but he can flip through some, and if. There's pictures and they're the wrong pictures. He'll close the book and then go to the next one. Probably assume that they are organized, you know, feathers crossed and then go to the next section. So if he finds anything cool, he'll definitely flag it down. So we find a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, precisely what you're looking for. There's there are definitely histories. I'll go over those in just a second. Uh, and then there is one more thing. Uh, Aldrin, you're going to run into this one. You find a, sw- a small wind up nightingale made of pure silver. Hmm. It is sitting. It's on one of the bookshelves. But it's not holding up the books. It, it's definitely there for a display. It can, it, it's about the size of a, an actual bird, so it can fit in the palm of your hand. I mean, I'll walk over there and pick it up if I can. Okay. Uh, as you pick it up, there's ah, something about it. It has a light thrum. And as you kind of finger about and give it a look, you actually realize its feet are somewhat loose and they can be wound like a music box. Hmm. It's letting off really really subtle warmth as well so this is not normal silver there's something special about it i'm gonna just put it in my bag and give it to Lekka to look at later fair enough uh remember anything you guys find just go ahead and add it to your inventory i'll give you the descriptions later uh you can just call it a silver songbird if you want or nightingale whatever you want just just so we know it's that other than that there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on so in terms of medical it's not Maybe as detailed as you're looking for, Sarabi, as they were definitely more interested in party party. But there is a good amount. Now, some of it can be repurposed. They have different ways of injecting, smoking, every conceivable way of ingesting the Sapopa. They went down every route. So that can be maybe used for something. Maybe not. Not entirely sure. But there is some stuff that could definitely help you. All right. Is this available in the outside world? Not entirely sure, but shit, it's right here. Might as well take it. And you said architecture? Yeah, you know, for a certain little sister. Uh, yes, there, there is definitely architecture. A lot of what is built here, you've never seen before. As we kind of joked about, yeah, they were probably a little high when they designed some of these buildings, as some of them do not match whatsoever. Therefore, she will love this th- place. Oh, yeah. A lot of these designs are legitimately one of a kind. And then, like you said, you're looking for histories, magic, thing of that nature? Yeah. Okay. Give me spells, damn it. There's uh, there's various bits, so no magic magic, but they talk about magic. They talk about their histories and there's 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 a fair amount of stuff. Um, one thing without getting too deep into the weeds, you realize that 
At one point in time, this place was not called Hot Springs Island. In fact, almost all of these books refer to this place as the Isle of Light. And looking through the books, you realize they called it this because apparently the island used to be covered in shimmering trees left behind by a people that the elves refer to as the ancients, those that came here before the elves. Very. Something else that you see. Another does bit. any of this like ring a bell to me or not necessarily. These are relatively ancient histories. You'd probably have to go check some of our major libraries back out in the open world and see if anyone ever found an Isle of Light. Uh, everyone, you know, the term the ancients that's used maybe a little too frequently. But you can tell based off of drawings and writings that the elves meant the snake folk. We call them Yuan-Ti, but they were 100% not lizard folk. They did not have legs. Something else you find is that they were never able to speak with these ancients. There aren't full records here. As I said, there are indeed other buildings. But one thing that you do gain is the elves didn't even know they were here at first. In fact, the elves moved in. They started trading, opening businesses and buildings. They loved how the island looked. It's gorgeous. They opened trade with many folk, actually. And you can tell the island was open. By no means do they mention any Svarku. They do not mention the Nereids, as they were mostly here to party. They don't mention that demon goddess that was mentioned before, Hedonia. Some of these are logs, so you're getting it a little dry occasionally, but, you know, it's fine. Data is data. And while they tr started trade with uh, many different folk, you can tell that something happened. And during the something happening, they called upon the dwarves. And the dwarves were also interested in what was housed on this island. And they came to help with various experiments and also to help bolster the defenses of Hot Springs Island. They needed to defend themselves because, unfortunately, the denizens of the island realized it was not uninhabited. These ancients, these monsters, they, they give them various names, did indeed slowly reveal themselves and they waged a war. They don't really want to call it a war. It was more of a slaughter. They killed everyone. Just random passerbyers, elves, dwarves, humans, indiscriminately murdering. They even killed themselves. So it was absolute chaos. They don't have a reason for it. They have no explanation. They just know that these things came out of the jungle and slaughtered as many people as they could. And they had to retaliate. They had to fight back. And they fought back by building this city. They left the greenery. They hid in large stone buildings, as I said. The dwarves helped with this. They built this massive city. Both races worked together. Uh, a lot of the more normal buildings you guys noticed initially, there's some, the wilder ones are kind of interspersed as, a, as if they're like, there's a good place for a big titty building. Why not? And they just kind of plopped it down. But yeah, uh, in that, that, that's primarily, primarily what you see here. There seem to be various gaps. Uh, later, Aldrin, you eventually find some books that do indeed mention someone named Hedonia that visited. Uh, but these records aren't clear or completed, unfortunately. I guess I would try to find like the most recent log I can get my hands on. Sure. Let's say. Next to uh, I don't know, a back room where someone was writing this stuff. Before they turned into an orange jelly monster. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Looking about, you can see that there are some more personal logs kept here. And as I mentioned before, they speak highly of Hedonia. They liked her. A lot of these, these logs are definitely after they discovered how wonderful Sapopal was. A lot of this is actually mentioned 
from what you can read, it was for some folk mandatory. And you can probably make a connection that this was to fight back these these snakes, these monsters. So by this point, almost everyone was taking Saboba for one reason or another. But the thing is, they liked it. it. It felt good. They could think more clearly. They could do everything faster and better. Why would they not? Obviously, there's notes of, you know, the non-magically inclined dying from this, but they got past that. Addiction is much slower uh, if you are magically inclined. Uh, the horribly negative effects of the addiction, that is, are much slower. Near the end, though, you do see some interesting notes. Maybe this person went from trusting Hedonia, taking a night off. Maybe something felt off. Something felt weird. But one of the final notes is they saw Hedonia maybe getting bored or too wild. The parties she was beginning to throw were too much for the author. Too much unexcused death. People were just writing it off as just fun. Just a party. And maybe they had a moment of clarity of like, ah, mm, maybe I'm not okay with this. And there's a few more entries after this. Something bad happened. And they decided to stop taking Sapopa. But after that, the entries are nonsensical almost they definitely succumb to the the addiction and the writing becomes hectic something bad definitely happened lots of worry that's gonna be you Lekka. not if i stop using it <laughs> which he has as far as you know oh no you better have <laughs> he's gonna turn into an orange blob no you would have noticed that if i was using it other than that you don't really see much else well like was this a donia kind of person that you know sprays fire everywhere she has, fiend, but... she has the ability to shoot fire, probably, yeah. She's very magically inclined. Well, maybe those marks of those dead people were, you know, her going partying. Or maybe it was Fargo. We never know. Upon closer inspection, they do look singed into the wall, but not by fire. And you couldn't, at least easily, because time, wind, just would have blown away ash by now. It's still there. That makes no sense. If they were, if they were burned, even if they're burned magically... Probably should have washed away by now, and it has not. Not yes, it was a devil's core, aka radiation. <laughs> to us, this is where he invented <laughs> plutonium. To the players, yes, it actually looks like that. Unfortunately, nice. That's good to know. Not only does this island have drugs, it also has plutonium. And as you're kind of flipping through this book here, Leka, you hear a skittering in the corner of the room. Oh no! Hey, Daniel, go check it out. It is rather dark in here. Can I? Uh, can I get my little baby foxes out? Uh, you very much can. That's for 10 minutes, right? Uh, which, which spell? Spirit Guardians? You're sure you want to just pop that? That's the third level. Fine, oh, I'll hold because it. Because you, you have to designate allies and enemies manually. And enemies, yeah. So, you know, it might be an ally and then you burn them to a crisp. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Or I really mean... Torn to shreds by small foxes. That's fine. They I was... probably deserve it anyways. <laughs> I would say while, mo while moving around, the two of you also hear the same skittering sound that Lekka heard, but from further away. Can you check it with your bug glass to see if it's bugs? The bug glass? The bug glass. Sure, I'll look around with the bug glass. As you begin to look around with the bug glass, Aldrin, you see tiny little eight-legged lights moving about the library. Like how many? Where you guys are, they're interspersed five feet across, five feet across, five feet apart, and they're small. They're like, they fit in the palm of your hand. I was about to say, act actually small? Yeah. So it's not the source of the sound, basically. Sort of. uh, some are... Hmm. Bigger. Some are like the size of a small cookie. Some are the size of like an apple. But as you move kind of towards where Leka is, 
you don't see individual spiders. You just see light. And the light is shaped like a human body, but most light's coming from the torso. Uh, and the light is wriggling and writhing. That's a big one. What? Where? You mean there? And I turn around. <laughs> I'll just uh, point at it. I summon spirit guardians. Well, before you, before you do that, you do have your... Are you using your, your, uh, your ring light, Aldrin? It is 8 o'clock p.m. Oh, yeah, I forgot I have that. I mean, I probably would have started just, like, blasting the small bugs for fun, to okay. be honest. You can very much do that. Yeah, you can just pop, 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 pop. Uh, with, with your ring, of course, you need to use them in tandem. Uh, but this area here, as you guys kind of slink around, you see the same image as before. One of the hosts. Its mouth is currently closed, and it's not moving. But there's a body in the corner of this room, twitching occasionally. You know it's full of spiders. What even are these things? These, these look to be the same astral spinners we run into before. Yeah. All right. Is that what you want to go for? Yes! Alrighty. Knowing where the enemy back. is, once again, I will not have you roll, Saravi, because there's hundreds of them. But as you move on in, knowing what you wish to kill, the body twitches again. And as your little spectral foxes jump forward, they tear into the stomach of this corpse, ripping it open and spilling forth just a mmm, mmm, a really concerning amount of spiders. And they flow out from this thing's stomach as it twitches. Its jaw distends and more spiders begin to pour out. Fortunately, your little spider friends or spider, your little fox friends are here to help us. And they work quickly and tear these little shits to shreds before they're able to get close to you guys. I may be doing that, uh, that, that squeamish squeal. You're like, Aah! I'm just trying to zap as many as possible. Basically, spiders are jumping towards you guys and being snatched like midair before they can get to you. So there's definitely some spider guts. You guys recall before they have these like little balls in them that are relatively bright. They're like blues and purples and greens, I think. And there's Lekka just stands there with his eye closed, getting splattered by spider guts. <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolute mess. You're lasering them, Aldrin. Foxes are tearing them apart, Sarabi. And after about five minutes of just an absolute gore fest, you're not sure if you got them all, but you got a pretty good portion of them. This is a pretty big building. I don't know how long you want to spend running around. Are we done with the books? There's probably more. There's probably more. Uh, Realistically, you guys probably got everything you need for the most part. I would have checked if there was like a a second book or a third book and a fourth book in the, the series that is the one that uh, Elgin or that I dug up. Which one? The, the Kama Sutra for Elves. Oh, oh yeah. You guys didn't say you're looking for sex books. There is definitely others. Now, they're not as no. fun as this one, unfortunately. I mean, if I came across them, I definitely would have picked them up for uh, Sarabi. There's like a proto volume two that they were working on. The pop out doesn't necessarily work like it should. The figures are distorted, but they, they were working fun. on it. They were working on it. The author was a uh, so so into it that he pre-signed this copy for whatever reason? Sure. I put it on the pile. Excellent. And like I said, there might be another host here in the building. There might be... Well, there are other spiders. We know that for a fact. I mean, yeah, something had to, had to, had to lay those eggs. Indeed. But that's been taken care of. It's probably going to be very big. Yes. And it's 8pm. You guys grabbed uh, two items, a whole bunch of books, got a bunch of information. Uh, what are you all set to do next? That was the infestation, right? That was the first building in the quarters, yes. Wait, we're in the quarter? You're in the crumbling infestation quarter, yeah. Um, let's go to the next building. All right. Uh, by the time we look through this building, it's going to be midnight. So it's very dark. 
Are you going to use your little Kitsune to help you get around, Zarabi? The moons are helping a bit, but not as much as they could be. Yes, absolutely. All right. And of course, we're going to hide this light before we, uh, you know, <laughs> pop out the building, understandably. And we come across another incredibly intriguing building. This one has a glass roof. A little faded with time. A little dirty. But quite nicely made. And it's propped wonderfully on a building composed of obsidian bricks. This is the temple that I mentioned before. Looking about, you can see that the whole thing is both being held together and torn apart by vines. I sketch it. It sketches you back. Say what? Nothing. Dun, dun, dun. You die. No! Draw me, Seymour. My god. Alrighty, checking out this building. Sarabi sketches. Leka, Aldrin, what do you do? I mean, does it look like it's overgrown, basically, or is it, like, part of the structure, basically? The vines? Yeah. Oh, no, they're not supposed to be here. They're, they're literally destroying the building. They're also holding it together weirdly. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Oh. Well, then we very carefully go inside, I guess. And Alrighty. look the vines are into life, like the last ones were. <laughs> like the last ones. <laughs> yes. As you mentioned that, moving on in, you guys are able to reveal your light. And you do. And you see a wonderfully familiar sight. This building is pretty much full of salt vines. Oh, those things from that top floor? Indeed, and they have not eaten in a while. The giant salt yes. crystals that normally dangle from them. Walk away. <laughs> uh, yes, run away. Back away real quick. Okay. Uh, you guys can enter the building without bumping into well, them. I mean, we know they don't like fire, so we could just, you know, burn Light it down. Light them on fire? Yeah, though, you know, the temple would probably collapse if we didn't. Yeah, but too much yeah. fire and we'll get noticed. Just light it on fire and go somewhere else. Come back later. Like those tiny lights of yours could probably keep them away from us for a bit because it is fire, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be fire. Yeah. All right, I will keep these little things concentrated, like on the uh, separating us. You're doing what? I, I I'm going to keep. Can, was it this spell that can effectively turn it into like a shape as well? Or was Not it the other fire sure. spell? I'll re rephrase that. What was the question? Uh, is dancing lights the one that you can turn into a shape? I believe so. I don't... Is it actually fire? I thought that was something else. Dancing lights is light. Yeah, it's not fire. It's going to be as fire, so she can move around. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, something different. Okay. All right. Do you cast your Kitsune B, Sarabe? Yeah. Okay. Something else you guys notice, as it is incredibly late, the Arva are really no longer patrolling. In fact, as you guys are moving about, you notice they're all completely gone, and there is nobody patrolling. Looking around from building to building, before we run to this one, though, you still hear movement. Through the buildings, between buildings. You don't see anything, but you 100% hear something moving around. It's probably really dangerous to be out at night. We notice something in this town, other than the Arva. I would say let's rest somewhere nearby, but I don't get anywhere near these salt plants. No. I mean, we should be safe. I have my tiny hut. Hey, what else do we see in this room? You see more books. You see plenty of books, as this is indeed a temple. There are various pews and such. This might have I mean, been a place yeah. of worship. I can fly Daniel inside. Ooh, you does it mean that... not get attacked anyway. Does it mean there's religious books? Oh, yeah, definitely. Is there like a like a generic book? You know, like how at, at a church there's a, a Bible in every pew? I can get Daniel to, you know, pick one up and get it out. Yeah. yeah. So there, there is indeed a repeated book. Daniel can go in and, and grab it. Yeah, the... I'll take that. For, for history purposes, that's interesting. Yeah, the salt vines don't go for him. The constrictor vines wriggle a little bit. But he's not near enough the walls that they would do anything. I mean, would they react to him? He, uh, he's a physical they, they presence. Only... He's a physical he presence did... moving around. 
I thought you only reacted to like body heat or something. Nope, physical presence. Oh, the, okay. the, the the salt vines don't react to him at all. The other ones do. There's two there's two sets oh, okay. of vines here. Yeah. Now these two sets Makes of vines sense. are distinctly not touching each other. <laughs> the salt vines are on the floor. The constrictor vines are kind of tearing this building apart. The salt vines would eat the constrictor vines, uh, but they are keeping clear of each other as that would also collapse the building. And well, maybe they're smart enough to not do that. Oh no, they're smart. That's even more terrifying. You do know there's something else to these salt vines. They I wouldn't say that they're, they're smart or dumb, but they do have a sense of self-preservation about them. They're, I think it was mentioned they have somewhat of a connection to the earthen realm. So they're not of our plane. Something drives them. I mean, I'm not feeling anything from them, right? Uh, any emotion? No. Not, not, uh, nothing whatsoever. But they cannot think for themselves. But there is a drive that pushes them. A code, if you will. And yeah. yeah. There's druids when you need them. You're able to indeed plop out a book. And while it's not a currently worshipped god of the elves on the outside world, uh, you find a few different things. Maybe revisions, if you will. Uh, Hedonia is indeed mentioned in some of these. Uh, there are various elf priestesses and such. It seems they primarily worship those that gave power and gave purpose. Another name that is mentioned is someone named Alistaria a very powerful elven sorceress. And judging by the various doctrine and such displayed next to her, you can tell that she's the one who discovered basically how to make Sopopa into a wonderful drink, which then led to our prospering nation. So she's to thank for all this. Mm. Wow, their entire powerful culture sorceress. was just around this drug, huh? Yeah. I mean, this island at least. Yeah. And Dan oh yeah, it's like, like I said, so th this religion is particular to this island. You definitely know that much. All right, well, I'm definitely keeping this book for 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 pure academic uh, history purposes. Oh, yeah, this 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 is definitely a gem. And Dan almost let you know that there's there's some other good stuff in there. Uh, he's not sure if he can grab all of it because some of the uh, some of the vines are sitting on it. He's not sure how close he wants to get. But there's, I mean, there's, like you'll die. Uh, he gives you a look of like, I, 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 I <laughs> don't want to be. <laughs> it's unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Can we give him like a beak longer? Ah, uh, if only. That's a reference. He wishes. How far does my mage hand even reach? Like 30 feet max, right? I think 30 feet, yeah. Or was it longer than it could only move 30 feet? Are you guys all waiting at the door on the outside? Yeah. Okay. You guys once again hear some shuffling behind you. I will fling my uh, lights around towards the sound. You do so. And I'm at the silence. To your right, though, around a building nearby, you hear more shuffling. And if you focus for just a moment, I think you can hear breathing. I was about to say, please don't say breathing. It's raspy, though. It sounds pained. Who's there? Who are you talking to? I hear some breathing. They sound like they're in pain. It's getting closer. It does not respond. I mean, have you learned nothing from this island? Everything wants to kill you. Don't you, had better, you had better just freaking hide. say something. No, I'm going to hide. Yeah, where? I don't know. A random, not vine-covered building. Did this whole place vine-covered? And glass? I mean, we're not inside, I hope. You guys can go inside and not, not be grabbed by the vines. There is a bit of leeway. Uh, definitely not. Leka has learned his lesson. Aldrin, how, you... far, how far away is the, the nearest building that isn't vine covered? Uh, there is another building that would be the opposite of where the sound is coming from. And like I said, they kind of haphazardly popped him down. It's right next door. Hop, skip, and a jump. I'm not going to go inside before like checking the doorway for traps again. Aldrin, what are you doing? If, if anything, this? Like... Hmm. I don't know. I want nothing to do with it. Fair. So are we moving away from uh, this building and moving away from the sound as a group? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I'm doing, at least. Alrighty. The three of you are able to react in time and sort of sneak around one of these buildings and you kind of you don't go in. And there, there's a so I guess would you guys want to go between the buildings? Because you could probably hide there. Or would you like to go in the oh, entrance of the building? Alleys. Yeah, there's definitely an alley. Would you guys feel safer in an alley or the entrance of the building one over? Probably an alley. As you walk through the alley, the alley turns out to be a mimic. Oh no. The <laughs> whole island is one giant mimic. Both buildings are be surprised at this point, a mimic and you walked into its mouth, you fool. You see all those mountains? Those the alley teeth. grows teeth. All right, babe, your group has moved between the alley of the temple and the building next to it. As you're waiting around this corner, the sound gets louder and it gets closer and slowly swinging around this corner as if it's looking for something. You see two figures. Oh, dear God. Looking around, sniffing at the air. They look as if they're disintegrating. They're pitch black. Do they look elven? They indeed have pointed ears. What could have been wisps of hair clings to their head but they all look like they're entirely composed of shadow and they're shambling forward, hands extended, and they're still walking towards you, Sarabi. All right, so are they ghostly or zombie? They're moving in a very zombie-like fashion, but they're not dragging their feet like a zombie would. Their bodies are not deteriorated. They do not look dead. They do not look undead. Sorry. Okay, are you telling me this because I, I didn't follow the guys? No, you did. Okay. They're still walking towards you. Um, we just had to go and talk to them. I haven't started talking to them yet. C- can we keep going? Surely this alley doesn't have an e- isn't isn't a dead end. I mean, it's an alley, probably not. It's not. There's an opener. Opener. <laughs> There's an opener on the other side. I'll shoot them. Go, go, go! Quickly shuffle. So your light, Sarabi. What are you doing with it? Can we see where we're going without it? Yeah. I mean, Eldrin can't really. But... Yeah, the two of you can. Aldrin can use his, obviously. And there's some light coming. From our beautiful heavens. Not a, not a lot. Not very good detail. I, I mean, are we concerned if they're drawn to the light? You're not sure? That's what I I'm mean, asking. They're going, they're going straight for you. You're the only one with lights up right now. But you can also move your lights away. See if they react. Oh, that's true. Let me let me see if they if they react. If, if I send the lights in a different direction. Okay. Are you doing this from your original position? You mean before we started scurrying? Yes. Yes. Okay. Where do you send the light? In the opposite direction. All right. As you do that, the light whips out from between the alleyway. And as it does, they turn, looking directly toward it and start walking faster now. All right, I will send it as far as it can go. Then I'm going to cut it and uh, I will grab Aldrin's hands uh, in order to lead him so he doesn't trip and stumble over everything. All right. As, as we're scurrying. Unfortunately, it doesn't go too far. Yeah, I, I know. So they- Quick, quick, they follow the light. They get to the end of it, following this light, and as it's snuffed out, you guys move, but they turn again and look towards where you guys came from. They don't follow. You can hear some shifting and shuffling about. They seem confused now. As you guys rush through the alleyway, you get to the other side, and you're now on the other side of this temple. One or two of them looks down the alleyway, and they continue walking around. So how long does it cast, uh, take to cast the hut? Uh, five minutes. Are we safe from attacks or no? From anything but below, yes. Once we're in it. Yeah, once we're in it. I mean, it can only be destroyed by like level five plus spells. So I'm thinking like, we disintegrate we mi- stuff like that. We might dispel want it. Like, magic. Dispel magic, technically. Well, I don't think they can cast dispel magic. I hope yeah. not. Don't say that. <laughs> now they can, just because you said <laughs> that. Hey, uh, hey, Lekka, can you uh, can you get that hut up? 
Yeah, but do we want to do it somewhere safe and not like, you know, in the middle of the street? Kind of I obvious. think the middle of the street's the safest we're going to get. And you say that, but by the time it's morning, you know, everyone will see us. Is, is there another building nearby that we can go into that isn't constricted with vines? I mean, it doesn't have to be building. It can be like a, a nuke or something. Yeah, there are, there are plenty of locations in this four hours where you guys to find the one good building. There are some you noted that are good, but they have nothing in them. And areas, I mean, and, and nooks and crannies, so. I mean, that, that's fine. Let's just go to a near one. Okay. Something with a nice corner. Alrighty, is that what we're going for? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And this takes how long to cast? Uh, for me, five minutes. Okay, for you, five minutes. As you begin to mark down the area of where to cast it, Aldrin and Sarati, what are you doing? Um, my ears and eyes and nose are full in uh, attention. Alrighty, and Aldrin. Um. I guess the same. I'm just going to try to, like, protect Leka a little bit okay. from uh, anything in the general. Two, the two of you can roll me Perception with Advantage. Do make sure to stay inside advantage. the range of the now. Yes, with Advantage. Nice. A three you and a four. <laughs> you don't get Advantage at night. Alrighty. Uh, 16. Yeah, wouldn't I have Disadvantage, technically? I mean, either way, it's terrible, but... Either way, it's terrible, but you, you, the thing is, you Are know we... what you're looking for. Your ears should also be working. Correct. You know what you're yeah, looking for. You're not moving. Humanities. You're fully focusing on a singular thing. Like, I guess a nine with your advantage kind of uh, <laughs> makes that mood anyway, doesn't it? So 16, Sarabi. I'll roll for Daniel. I am full of 10. 19. Alrighty. With a 19 and a 16, the two of you begin to hear, again, a shambling in the distance. And it's rapidly getting closer from more than one direction as well. Unfortunately, Aldrin, you hear nothing. Sarabi, your attention split a little. You can hear something coming from around the corner, to the side, and something coming from one of the main streets. Well, Daniel, go take a look. You can fly. While you're casting this, Daniel goes to fly overhead, looking down, and bird squinting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple shadow thingies on the way from multiple directions, and they're headed straight to where we are. <laughs> I convey that. So uh, those shadow things are coming to us. We might yep. be able to hold it out in the hut, but... Uh... Are you almost done? I don't know, am I? Not even close. Nope. It takes five minutes to lay this bad boy down. And almost right as you started, you guys were looking. I'd say maybe 30 seconds after you heard these sounds. It was quick. Like what? Could they sense the magic? You're not sure. They heard, sensed something, but they are on the way almost instantly. I think Tiny Hut is also verbal, so they might have heard. I'm not sure how loud stuff is. That's a possibility. They have big ears. They're elves. Wow, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Just finish ca casting and uh, beware of my fireball. Uh, you sure about that? You might attract even more of them. What else are we going to do? I don't know. You think they can climb? Oh, <laughs> probably. Alrighty, as you're thinking this, Sarabi, they are very much getting closer. They'll be upon you guys relatively soon. The two of you being free of hand, Aldrin, obviously you now know this. What are the two of you doing? Well, if I can't stop them, mm, can I precast one or two spells? Well, it depends what you're precasting. What are you doing? My spirit guidance and spiritual weapon. Uh, you, can, you can very much, yeah, 100%. I can do both? You can do anything you want. They are on the way. You know that much. Uh, is, I mean, as long as, you know, you have six seconds for one, you have six seconds for the other. I will say that is a total of 12 seconds. I did say they're on the way pretty quickly. So they'll basically be on or close to on you guys by the time you finish casting these two spells. Oh, no, no, it's a bonus action. So, yeah, that's just you can do both in six seconds. Grab at that. No, you can't. It's both spells. Oh, yeah. Good point. Both leveled. Yeah, that's 12. All right. Exactly. So, indeed. 12 seconds. I can 
pre-bless. You can do that. I'm still casting a spell that is not going to finish until we finish combat anyway, so I'm going to stop <laughs> ritual casting it. Okay. Here, uh, have a bless. bless. So beautiful. We just keep shining forever. I think there's one for each, unfortunately. I can't believe you aren't giving Daniel a bless now. <laughs> Don't think I can. It's three targets, isn't it? Or is it four? No, it's three. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Well, if, if you upcast it, but he can't attack anyway. It doesn't matter now. <laughs> I can't even upcast. I only have first level. Nice. Well, you could if you took some spoke, Oh, no. <laughs> Don't say that. So, uh... My spiritual weapon only lasts a minute. Would it be better to, to wait? That's up to you. A minute is ten rounds, by the way. It is ten rounds, correct. All right, but are they going to get here in three rounds or eight rounds? So, uh, how long of a fight do you think this is going to be? I have a feeling these are something very horrible, so I have no idea. Because I do have a spell that I have been holding on to for a while that I might be able to use, but I'm quite frankly terrified of using it. What is also, it? Also, I need to be outside of it. I need to be outside to use it, really. Or is the roof of this building broken? So were you guys in a building or like between like an alcove area? I, I assumed you were inside. Probably inside, yeah. Unless there literally was a nice alcove with like one entrance. But... I would have preferred a house, so yeah. All right, so we're the roof just... still on this house. Partially. There's some roof to be had. You it ain't great. Enough. I just need enough to like be able to see outside, I guess. Uh, you can definitely see outside. You, you can see outside either through the front or you can see outside kind of through the side. Like the, the, the side of the, the entryway, the foyer. Well, at your cost, do you think I should use it? Yes. It'll make a difference. All right. All right. Are you doing this ahead of time? Uh, yes, because it lasts for 10 minutes, so it doesn't matter. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, I, I will say they are moving slow enough that you guys 100% have the time to do what you're going to do. I think I want to hold my spiritual weapon until they're closer. That big green circle is basically the affected area. All right. You guys can't currently see anything. With everything prepared, we have Bless, we have your your little aura. How big is it again, Sarabi? 15 feet radius. Alrighty. With prepping all your spells, ceasing the action of the tiny hut, as you guys begin to cast these, you hear the shuffling increase exponentially. They're getting closer much, much faster. Please roll me initiative. Note, they're definitely attracted to magic. Nice, I'll take that. Or sound, because all of these attacks used sound. And two to point, I rolled low. Yes, you did. You got a nine. <laughs> that took me a second. <laughs> I, I always roll low initiative on Sarabi. Why didn't you also take the uh, advantage. advantage on initiative rolling? I didn't think I needed it. You don't have a modifier for dex, do you? I mean, to be honest, you're a healer. It is useful for you to be lost. Yeah, you can be reactive. Yeah, I have a plus one. Yeah, that's, not the th that's why. <laughs> Statistically, a nine is good for what you rolled, so... It's, it's, it's under average, but that's not bad. I, mean, I, have, a, I have a plus zero and I roll a 17. Yeah, so <laughs> you're rolling a d20. It, the, the, the dice is more important than your character. Alrighty, as you guys begin to move about, like I said, this map is not perfectly literal, but there are indeed walls. It's incredibly dilapidated. There are other buildings, so ignore all the water, ignore the bridges, all that nonsense. We're basically in a building that is not completely falling apart, but the ceiling has seen better days. As your storm cloud begins to uh, arrive, so do the creatures. And they begin to move forward. And they move straight for you guys. All of you did what you did. So this one literally just beelines it. Straight for Aldrin. And I do believe the second they enter the arena, they have to roll a will save, correct? Yes, when it enters for the first time or starts its turn, it must make a wisdom save. Oh, eight. That sounds not I great. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 radiant damage. Roll it up. Oh, or 3d8 necrotic if they're evil. Are they evil or good neutral? 
it, it, I, it changes. I, I thought that depended on your alignment. Not I think theirs. it's your alignment. Probably, yeah. Would, oh, make, yeah. would not make sense if, if they if, took necrotic, necrotic damage if they if, were evil. If you yeah, I was going to yeah. say. I'd say, <laughs> I'm evil and resistant to the damage, therefore I take less. Ha ha ha, you fool. <laughs> I was going to say, that doesn't make much sense. No, it doesn't. Okay, uh, this is radiant damage, you said, correct? Yeah. Alrighty. As this being enters, uh, to be very clear, it definitely sprinted at you, Aldrin. That's not very nice. I know. I know. It is struck by your little foxes, Sarabi. And you can tell they're a little more effective than they should be. The creature does not howl out in pain and seems to be entirely 100% focused on rushing you guys. So uh, do you think these guys are undead? Uh, If they are, that's good for me. Yeah, because you can literally, you know, cast an undead. Remember, you can always ask questions. As long as they're not too weird, you can oh. ask questions for free. What does turn on dead do again? Kill everything within like 30 feet that you can see, right? Oh, oh boy! Oh, hang My on, Hub. At first level, you gain the ability to occasionally sense the presence of the undead. Okay. Can I sense them? Is that an ability that you have to use, or how does it work? It's one of my... Oh, it's Eyes of the Grave. Yeah, you have to use it as an ability. I mean, technically, you can precast it retroactively, if a DM allows. D- D- DM, may I? Yeah, you need a target for that, don't you? I don't know. What's the ability thing? Is it, it says, Eyes of the Grave? Yeah, it says you can open your awareness to magically detect undead. That's all it says? Yeah, until the end of your next turn, you know the location of any undead within 60 feet of you that isn't behind total cover and isn't protected by divination magic. Okay, that, 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 yeah, that's okay, definitely Yeah, you more. need to be able to see it then, yeah. You can choose one creature. Or at least see, see yeah. part of it. But at least you'll know for sure if they're undead or not, if you can see them. Yeah, so you would, you would indeed need to see them. Well, uh, I'm just going to try to smack him. All right. Not. That sounds fair. And a smack. Oh, come on. Uh, well, I mean, that's a lot of pluses for a critical fail. <laughs> you, got, <laughs> yeah. you got a 12 on a critical fail. 12 on a 1. I mean, that's some good modifier. Yeah. And I believe that's all I got for now. All right. Two quick swings yeah. of the mace. And while the creature is not felled, it is definitely struck and definitely in pain. You did a hefty amount of damage to it. It seems specific on its task, though. Another one moves in the shadows, and then another from around the corner, close by this time, rushes on in. But we have little Kitsune's Sarabi. I hope he gets closer, honestly. He is. I'm, I'm, um, I'm pausing at the edge. I also can't use turn undead until they're within 30 feet of me, so... Fortunately yeah, for you. It's also sight-based, so you can hit literally everything. But that's fine, because you're lost. Indeed. <laughs> wow. Alrighty. Well, assuming there's nothing that rolled lower than you. It will finish the rest of its movement and run straight to you, Sarabi. And reaching out its claw, it's going to attempt to rake at you. Fortunately for you, it does miss as you kind of dip off to the side. But you can feel a draining sensation just being near it. Lekka. Yeah, so are either of these two, you know below a hole in the roof. Oh yeah, you got you guys near the entrance, definitely. Alright. Well I can only hit one of them at this this time, I guess. As a action, I believe, right? Yes. Sadly I don't have a button for this, so I'm just gonna have to point, I guess. Perfectly fine. Alright. <laughs> I'm gonna hit the one in front of Sarabi. Alright, it's a deck save? It is a I think it's a deck save, right? I'm sure you're shooting lightning, anyway, it makes sense. Uh, DC fifteen deck save. Alrighty. Seven Then you take three D ten damage. Three D ten? Yep. Throw it down, buddy. Roll 30. Just roll 30 easy. 20? Holy so 20 shit. 20 damage. That's pretty good still. That's now, really damn good. 
if only there was an actual storm going outside when I cast it, it would have been a 40 10. This yeah. is true. Fortunately, it's relatively clear, so you guys can see. <laughs> or Aldrin can see. So thematically, you just see a massive lightning strike touch down through the roof, hitting this guy, and Lekka is just screaming the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I hate using this spell. But it's so cool. No, it's terrifying. It was beautiful. D- don't mind uh, the stitcher. And for a bonus action, how big is the range of this? Can I do it from here? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, this should work, I believe. Yeah. I'll use my Draconic Rygan. And it's a 10 feet radius thingy around me, so it should hit both, right? All right, that is all attacks against them have advantage until the beginning of your next turn, correct? I believe so, yeah. Alrighty. As you scream, they seem somewhat distracted, but also drawn to you at the same time. They're drawn to all of you. Oh no. More shifting and shuffling in the shadows. And now it's Daniel's turn. Squawk? Uh, awkward, because they already have advantage on the tackle sign. Indeed. <laughs> Daniel's pissed. You took my job away. Poor Daniel. Like I said, you're I'm, allowed to stack advantage, take... it's okay. Also, but can he, like, ready an action to use the help action? Is that a thing? Technically, as long as you're near the thing and the... I'm not, I'm not, al- I'm not sure what's allowed for uh, ready actions. I'm trying to think if that would even be relevant because he goes right after you. Yeah, but I don't. Basically, I want to have him ready an action to help Eldrin kill this guy after my turn. So, yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, that's that's weird. Never mind. Yeah. So I would normally say yes, but the thing is, they're both bloodied. and You know, they're basically just going to sit this one out and take a dodge action. Do you want to move anywhere? No, he's going to take a dodge action. I sit here. All right. Fair enough. Uh, More shifting in the shadows. And Sarabi. What say the girl? It's weird. Hang on. Don't hit me, please. I want to use spiritual weapon. Okay. You should be able to summon it. Oh, yeah, to pop out. Mm-hmm. And when you summon it, it also attacks. And you can attack directly from the spiritual weapon. And then you can also use a cantrip as your action, because that was a bonus action to summon it. Did it drop? Nope. Wait, is it a bonus action to summon it the first time? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's always a bonus action. Correct. I wasn't sure, because there's some that are like, action to summon it, and then bonus action to use it. Yeah, this one's a bonus action to summon it, then it gets a free attack, and then subsequent turns, it is a bonus action to have it attack and move. Alright, who's it whacking, Sarabi? Well, there's this ugly fiend in front of me. Alright, give him him a target and give him a whack. Hmm, that looks like a strike if I've ever seen one. As your side goes... Is it supposed to roll advantage? Yes. because it's gonna cry. It's gonna cry. Every attack on these guys is gonna have advantage. Uh, Both fortunately and unfortunately, we don't need advantage because he's dead as the scythe goes hurling and just slices through this thing. As it does, there is no blood, no viscera, no organs. It is sliced in twain and just begins to disintegrate from the incision point. And it's staring directly at you, Sarabi, the entire time. It looks hungry. Gutter. Bonus action? Uh, you're to use your bonus action to summon it. So, so now you're using your action to cast a cantrip. Or you could use your ability to find a actual undead, because yet now you can see one of them. Is it undead? Are you targeting the one next to Aldrin? Yeah. All right. I'm going to be very clear on this because it's kind of weird. According to 5e, categorically, they are undead. But these are not technically undead. They are very particular. They are not zombies. They are not resurrected. This is nothing you've ever seen before. Will my undead spells work on them? They are categorically 5e for, for so yes. this system, yes. Because there aren't that many creature types they would fall into. I guess it could be a monstrosity or something. Or oh, it also depends what CR they are to 
make this work. So yes, uh, it was that. That is your action. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty, and then again, more movement as things slink about in the shadows. Alrighty. Um, I don't even think it matters. <laughs> the one in front of Aldrin has to do a save at the beginning of his turn. He critically succeeds, but that doesn't what? mean it doesn't matter. Roll three d eight. He's gonna take half the damage. Regardless, his heels are going to be nipped at by little Kitsune Bishes. Alrighty. Well, he's gonna take half that and then double it because he's weak to it. So sixteen. <laughs> oh, the Kitsunes will slowly consume him from the foot up as he's torn to shreds. But once again, as he is tearing off the little Kitsunes as they rip into him. They look directly at them and the hunger in their eyes, absolutely overwhelming. They look again to you, Sarabi and Aldrin, it's your turn. Oh, by the way, turn on dead is uh, sight or hearing. So if they're within 30 feet and they can hear you, they also suffer from it. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm just going to like stand here and have my clone be there and just ready my action. I think I can hit through either of them, me or the clone. Yeah, I can. Okay. So if either of them runs into range, I'll just smack him. Sounds and like a plan. All right. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're guarding two various entrances. Entrancee. That's not how it works. More shifting in the shadows. There's definitely some bullshit about and you guys can't see whatever it may be. Lekka. Uh, did Daniel see from which direction most of them came? They're coming from all directions. There are some coming from the east, from the north, and then from the south. You guys kind of started nice. west and then moved. In that case, I'm going to position myself slightly more to the center so I can see everything. Okay. I assume that's here. I will say, if you like, you can roll me perception, as there are definitely ones hiding around you, and I'll roll to see if they are seen or not. Sure, I guess. I see nothing. Alrighty. Unfortunately, they stay in the shadows. You can hear them, but you cannot see them. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I'm going to prepare an action to shoot lightning at the first one that is revealed, I guess. So I could, I could be wrong. Is preparing a cantrip the same as preparing a spell? Because to prepare a spell, you need to be concentrating. In this case, because I am not casting a spell, I am using my lightning, which is already cast. It's not a spell, basically. I don't think it matters. That works. Because like, it's, it's not a spell that I'm yep. casting with lightning. Correct. You're, yeah. you're not casting a new spell. You're triggering a current one. That works. Yeah. So that should work, yeah. Yep. I'm okay with that. Sounds perfect. And bonus action, I could do something, but I don't want to yet, so I'm not going to. Alrighty. And slinking about just in front of you, Aldrin, you finally see this one. It kind of hurdles over uh, some of this bullshit, and he's going to have to get into the nonsense whether he likes it or not, so, oh well. That's just how things are. Alright, roll that damage, girl. I don't think I see that one, though. Oh, does, behind the wall, right? does the scythe, uh, the walls are very dilapidated, so you can probably kind of see it, but it, it's up to you. You do know there's more closer to you. you you can hear them yeah. so it's up to, up, totally up to you i'll just go by it it's not very visual so i'll wait for a second longer fair enough uh okay so your spirit garden is also 3d it's 3d damage right yeah the size doesn't do anything i had the size selected all right perfect uh i my foxes did 116 oh that rolled really bad yes it did well as i said before fortunately <laughs> it's halved and then doubled so he takes that damage dead on very awkward. Very awkward. All right, Aldrin, he runs into melee range. Smack. Smack. <laughs> All right, you whomp this thing across the head as it charges at you, claws extended, and it attempts to sink them into you. Please don't. 
All right, as it is already currently damaged, the creature seems more frenzied as more magic begins to surge. All right, fortunately, Ow. both of those indeed uh, missed. Uh, don't roll for concentration. Just ignore that. Those were glancing blows. All right, Daniel, what say you? There, there, there's a boy here if you wish to uh, advantage on him. Mm -hmm. Daniel is not going to advantage him. Okay. He's going to fly up and take a good peek around and see if there's anything nearby. Sure. Roll me perception with advantage. With advantage, nice. Indeed. Alrighty. Let's get a quick roll here. Alright, perfect. So you can see nearby, there was actually a shadow that was slinking in the shadows. And just around the corner, you see another one. There might be more nearby, you're not entirely sure, but there are definitely two right nearby here. Oh, they... this one is going to get blasted. Alright. And if there's one in, like, the three squares around it, oh! they also get blasted. Alright. Uh, fortunately for him, he is alone, but as a critical fail, go ahead and uh, roll me that damage. Nice. Oh my god, how? <laughs> 3d10, 5? Just like me. Oh! Oh, you rolled higher. Uh, yes, you did. <laughs> but, but we both got two ones. Oh, and his dice are bigger too. Holy shit, that is absolutely egregious. I'm sorry. <laughs> Already, uh, there, is, there is a rage to be had. Daniel is looking at me very disappointed. He did such a good job. <laughs> And he can't do anything else, I believe. Absolutely bonkers. Alrighty, from the north you hear a shuffling as a creature peels itself from the shadow and charges towards you, Lekka. Claws, claws extended, it will dive at you. I shield. It actually works. <laughs> Alright, that brings you up to an 18? Yep. <laughs> Alrighty. Shield erected as the creature dives, its claws bounce off this shield, and it kind of looks at them and then looks back to you, and unfortunately looks ever hungrier. It's focus reinvigorated. Nice. Sarabi, who, who are we uh, shooting? We're blasting the boy? Yeah, the one in front of Aldrin. Alrighty. Wait, did it not roll to hit? Uh, oh, it's a dex. Indeed. Alright, unfortunately, he does indeed succeed. He'll take half damage from that. And he's now bloodied as your fire hurls over past Aldrin and smacks him to the shoulder of the shadow. Okay, why is he taking half? Uh, everything always takes half. It's also radiant damage, so will he take double? Oh, that is radiant. Oh, shit, yeah. Yes, I have a full Radiant kit. Hell yeah. I am OP right here. All right, yes, you are. All right. I, I thought that I thought Kitsune V was a fire. Very nice. All right. I double checked. Sacred Flame can be fire or Radiant, I believe. Good shit. All righty. Bonus action. The scythe moves in. The shadow dips out of the way, but it's still taking a hefty amount of damage. All righty. The one that has indeed been revealed to you, Lekka, will charge towards you. Roll me uh, that damage, Sarabi. Oh, that's a fail. Good call. Oh my god, that's 40 damage! <laughs> Alrighty, your Kisune absolutely shred this thing. Feast, my babies! Feast! And it becomes enraged. It howls into the night, and its howls echo up and down the streets. It's calling for more. Oh dear god. And it's going to strike? Yes. And it's going to strike? Missed. two misses wonderful like i said if you use shield in this turn i won't apply the half damage rule to you so all right daldrin hmm i wonder what i'm gonna do i'm gonna smack we're going to bop town going to bop town all right as you smash this creature across the face its head disintegrates into what seems to be black sand and its whole body joins it neck down all the way down to its feet turns into nothing it's weird and i'm gonna use my clone to bop this one all right and the clone just as good as daddy gives this thing a smack to the stomach, cleaving it in twain, its upper half begins to also disintegrate and join the air. 
You'll be fine, right, Leka? That's all you needed? I mean, I was going to, you know, teleport out of here, but right now I would hit three of my allies if I did that. I mean, <laughs> wait, wait, I mean, you'd hit my fake. Yeah, I'd also hit Sarabi, though. She'll be fine. I mean, Daniel's currently like 30 feet in the air. <laughs> wow, I'm he helping you, damn it. Yeah, you are. But, you know. Roll damage again, Sarabi! You are getting some value out of this. All right. This, this spell was totes worth. A success. So half, but doubled. So 10 damage. All right. Foxes nip at this thing, and it once again seems to be empowered in some way, even though it's definitely taken damage, and it will start to uh, share that damage with you. Nope. Singular strike, a miss. And a second, another nope. horrible miss. I'm so glad they have terrible aim. Apparently. They have awful aim. Leka, you are surrounded by these boys that are just swinging wildly at you. But missing, I'm missing, missing. Sweep between them. Okay. Should be safe enough, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is there a high point on this building that is currently collapsing that I can stand on, technically? Like, like, that like, I can see. Like warm like, up? Either like a second story or, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it as a bonus action with my sorcery points, which is, what, three sorcery points, I believe? Because the third level spell? That's how it works, right? Already from our boys, both individuals are going to fail their throws. Except the echo is also going to fail. I mean, that's fine. He's just a bonus action. Fortunately, he can come back. True. We have the power. And I jump him. to wherever it is that it's safe. All right. Uh, what is the max distance this thing can go? 90 feet. 90 feet. Okay, it's not that high up, fortunately. Uh, we'll say no. it's about... I hope not. Yeah, it's about 40, 40 feet up. There, there's a second floor, but this building isn't, like, huge. And there's an area, since you're small, you can land up here, and you know you're safe. So you're basically on the roof right now, and you can look down. I use that. And I'm currently not in the line of fire, technically, so I'm going to put myself slightly to, the, to here so I don't hit myself. Okay. Because I can still use my lightning, and I'm going to hit both of these guys. Alrighty. So roll me a deck save. Alright, a 16 and an 18. They both succeed, yes. So they take half of... Much better. That. They both take 10 damage. Alright, 10 and 10 as lightning strikes down against these two fiends. They howl out looking up to you like a... And you know they can't reach you! So they turn and look oh, for the okay. next source of magic. Which is Sarabi. Which is Sarabi. That's fine, I'm their weakness. Well, technically it's Daniel, but... Actually, no, Daniel's also 30 feet in the air right now. Alrighty, is that your turn, good sir? Uh, yeah. Alright, and is, uh, Daniel can very much do the whole advantage thing, if you would like. Can indeed. Alright, which one? Um, well, I feel like one of them is almost dead anyway, so he's mm -hmm. going to give advantage to the other one. Okay, you can tell one is definitely damaged. I'll fly behind Sarabi. Actually, no, he needs to be close, right? Yeah. Uh, he's got to fly down 30 feet, tag him, and then fly... Yeah. yeah. Fly 30 back up, makes yeah. sense. He does have 60 feet, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he's got plenty of movement. And he's staying safe this he's way. Safe. He's, yeah, he's good, he's good. And that's all he can do. Alright, well, unfortunately, he is uh, starting his turn in the bullshit. That's a fail. That's a damage. That's a lot of damage. That's a whole lot of damage. And once again, little Kitsune's jump down this thing's throat and absolutely tear it to pieces mercilessly. It attempts to fight them off, and the entire time, it never breaks eye contact with you, Sarabi. They are a little creepy. Your turn, by the way. Alrighty, blasting the one in front of you? Yeah. Alrighty, excellent. Uh, that is a fail, so he will take that full damage. And it's just barely still standing, breathing heavily, looking towards you. The side swings and it dodges to the side. Eyes locked. Bring, bring my boy back. He can just be in the same spot. It doesn't really matter too much. And then I'll just give him some smackins. 
The smackens it is. And as you do, this creature is also brought low. Oh, we- by the way. Yes. My teleport is very, very loud, so anyone within 300 feet can hear me, I believe. Correct. Oh, good. I'm pretty sure they saw the lightning, too, so... Yeah. Indeed. I mean, there, there is a conspicuous, you know, a lightning storm above this building. Hmm. And as <laughs> all that... striking this building, specifically. As all that is going off, it is relatively loud in here, so it's difficult to hear what's going on outside. You guys check to the left and check to the right, and... Daniel swoops around real quick, and you don't see any more shadowy beings moving around in this building. But due to what Lekka just said and all those little addendums, there's probably more on the way. You cannot hear them, but logically that makes sense. Actually, no, oh, Lekka, you're on the roof. Them. You can see them. There are some on the way. Oh, hey, guys, there's more of them coming. Would it benefit us to go up higher? I can lower a rope for you. Not sure if they can climb, though. Is there no stairs? He's on the roof. I mean, yeah. The, the uh, roof is a bit collapsed here. He just warped basically straight up and landed on the roof. Uh, last side, I actually... It, mm. What happens if you cast Tiny Huts on a surface that then collapses? Does it stay afloat uh, or does it fall? I would say it I falls. it's gone. Uh, oh, if, if, if the surface is gone, it's gone? Is I the spell? so. I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm not 100% sure. I will say for now, it will just I mean, fall. It'll just fall, basically. I think officially it can't move, right? Well, no, it, 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 I'm, not sure, it, I'm not sure if it matters if, uh, yeah, it can move because we, we moved it before, so yeah, but that was well, your we've, we've we've put it like on a cart, yeah, before. yeah, it's weird. So, I would say if the surface it's on collapses, it will follow the collapse surface, which is where it was, as long as it can until said collapse surface reaches the new floor, then it will just rest there. Oh, as long as it doesn't break, it's fine, it wouldn't break, no. Sure. I mean, I guess you technically a... take fall damage, but that doesn't matter because you're gonna rest anyway, so. Yeah. Not the fall damage. I can also feather fall anyway, I think. Yeah. But I can probably find a relatively sturdy area on the roof. There definitely are some. You know where you're currently standing, Lekka? You do not want them to stand. Aldrin will 100% break through the roof. Boy's got a lot. Of, actually, no, so will Sarabi. Y'all got a lot of metal on you. You're heavy. Rude. Wow. I mean, even Lekka has like, yeah, 100 pounds worth of stuff on him right now. I, I only do. weigh like 400 pounds total. Yeah, I'm about to say. That's, a, that's a, all my stuff. A lot of weight. <laughs> And that's just D&D for you. Indeed. Yep. I can also teleport to another building 90 feet away. That's more sturdy. Drop a rope from there if you need. Or like a big rock. Totally up to you guys. You do need to decide quickly, though, because they're on the way. Luckily, I... my storm stays for another nine minutes. So. Yeah, and I don't think he's going to make it in time before they get here. So I mean, it depends on whether they can climb or not. If they can't climb, then we're safe. So while this is happening, Lekka, you're watching them come to this point, and judging by their movements, you would assume they can climb, but they might not be too efficient at it. It's a little slow. You can tell they're spurned by more magic. So they will spur by more magic. So there are, some of them are climbing over us like some, some dilapidated walls using those massive claws, but they climb slowly. You guys aren't actively casting anything, but they're currently drawn to whatever they felt here. And it was a lot of something. Makes sense. Not like there's a magical storm cloud floating above this building. Yep. Is there like a general direction they're coming from? Is it like literally everywhere? Everywhere. There's way more. There's like 20 that you can see. Well, oh, I there's, mean, we can oh, there's keep 20? Oh, there's, yeah, there's at least two to three times. There's three times plus more than what you guys just fought, and they're on the way. And the thing is, there's probably some really close by that are just around the corner that will be in this room in like, you know, 30 seconds. I mean, regardless, I'm probably going to find some semi-sturdy area and drop a rope. Okay, for, for the current building that we're on? 
Yeah, unless there's like, I mean, I guess that's up to them if they want to move to somewhere sturdier. We are, however, going to have to drop all of our magic to stop, like, you know. Actually, are they drawn to us? Because even when we stopped using magic, they were drawn to us, right? It felt like it, yeah. Yeah. So how do we get away from that? I think we're kind of screwed. Then again, the Arva, they, they hide somewhere where they're safe. Are we going on the roof? Or we are, or, yeah, so are we going on the roof? Or, where, where are you two going? Like I say, for you two aren't. Where are you guys going? I'm just screaming all of this downstairs. Huh? So, so Robbie and Aldrin, you got the guys to make a decision. I mean, yeah, let's go to the roof. E- even if we have to fight on it, sure. it, it's probably safer than being down here. Up we go. Alrighty, as he throws down a rope, you guys are going to have to lift uh, a lot of shit. So the two of you go ahead and make me a strength check. Fortunately, you guys have Bless with you. Nice, a 20. All right, uh, roll that D4. So I'll to add it. All right, a nine. Ooh. That's definitely not going to cut it. As uh, Aldrin, you are climbing the rope pretty steadily, able to, uh, you know, push around your weight in the way that you need to. Uh, but Sarabi, it's taking you a lot longer than you'd like to climb this rope. Every time she climbs up, she like slides that a bit. <laughs> you slide down just a wee bit, yeah. And uh, Aldrin, you're mostly at the top already. Uh, but you notice Sarabi is definitely taking some time. And as she's still climbing up this rope, Sarabi, you see three more of these figures turn the corner and begin walking towards you. What do you do? Wait, how high up is this? Uh, the ceiling itself is about 40 feet and Sarabi's about one third of the way up and Aldrin, you're near the top. Could I have had my clone helper up at the same time? Uh, how much weight can he lift? Uh, I don't know if it says. I mean, I assume it uses your stat block, right? Yeah, that's what I figured. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll one more time, Sarabi, with uh, advantage. And obviously add that d4. Nice. Uh, a one minus one. Ooh. That's a zero. All right. So we have an <laughs> we have an eight. We have a, a zero. <laughs> Ooh, OK. Alrighty. Unfortunately, you just can't get a grip on this rope, Sarabi. Even with some assistance, you're not able to climb up fast enough. And they're encroaching, getting closer and closer. Aldrin and Lekka, you see this. What do you guys do? It's like the storm making the rope wet. It's just a bad combination of everything. Maybe Aldrin was a little, little, little sweaty. I'm currently not really doing anything and I can see these guys going so I'm just gonna blast them with my storm uh I guess I'm assuming the rope is like tied to something up here yeah because I definitely can't hold both of you can I just like start pulling the rope up along with her while she's holding on to it you very much can let me go ahead and roll a deck save for this bad boy all right he's gonna roll very well and I'm gonna say one's going to charge Four. Actually, no, you, you rolled. Okay, you rolled really bad. I'm going to have two, <laughs> two of them charge forward and I'm going to go ahead and have them do a wisdom save as they enter. Okay, a crit fail. Nice. <laughs> and not a crit fail. Nice. Uh, for shits and giggles, Robbie, go ahead and roll me your damage. 3d8. Okay, that's not enough to one shot him, but it's definitely. What? A- isn't, isn't a crit fail a quadruple damage? One would think. Yeah, wrong game, though. I mean, they're yeah. also in, you know, lightning range. Indeed. Oh, well, yeah, so the, the, the next save was the lightning. Okay. Which, unfortunately, he succeeded. So he got 16. Uh, so the lightning I mean, definitely... still took damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll 3 to 10. So that's 9 damage. Rolled really well, actually. Yeah. All right. I mean, uh, the ball average. Yeah, yeah. Cl- close, to, close to death, but not down. And uh, empowered by this, he is going to rake out at you uh, for his singular action. And then, Aldrin, you'll have your chance to pull her up. So two times the creature, well, well, there's two of them. So the leech swing at you. Fortunately, well, they swing at her tail. They swing at your tail and your yes. tail is able to tails. bat them away. Ever fortunately. Aldrin, you see your friend. You can definitely hear more coming. Go ahead. And... Uh, get, okay, don't get up here. 
suffer, I guess. <laughs> All right. Nice. Alrighty, that is a seven. You then are would also probably be using the help action on the guy. You are being dangled, Sarabi. It is very, very, very difficult to get up. More and more are showing up. Sarabi on your own. Please roll just a regular strike check. Alrighty, unfortunately, nice. we're, we're slipping further down the rope now. That that's a that that is near. <laughs> That's a three. This is this is right on point for me. Yeah, that, that that's a three next to Aldrin's six. So you're actually losing ground now, and there are more. They're near I the outside. So. They're around the outside. I'm just gonna go ahead and subtract the damage this one would have taken the, from this bullshit here. they never, you know, stand nice and clumped up together? And those two were indeed clumped together. So we're not gonna have these ones attack. Uh, do one of those enter? Uh, well, so the thing is, these two are dead, because at the start of the turn, they're just going to roll. If they succeed or fail, they're going to take so much damage, they die. I mean, I could roll one, one, one. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two more are going to charge at you. I'm going to roll for them again. That's a fail, and that's a fail. All right, roll your damage. All right, each will take 22. And uh, yes, eight, one, two. Seeing, now, your, seeing your ally. The issue is that I can't technically shoot it, but how high off is she? She's barely up at all. She's, yeah, she's, she's slipped that means down. That I'm also gonna hit her if I do that. Sorry, they're positioned in a way where you don't you okay. won't be hit her. Yeah, you're you're good. Okay, sure. Then I hit both of them. Yeah, it's a field save. All right, sixteen thirteen. Nice. <laughs> one one takes four damage and the other takes eight damage. Alrighty, empowered by some more of that magical bullshit, they're going to indeed strike up at you, Zarabi. All right, the first one will actually hit. Wait, right. eight is so much damage for her. Hmm. I thought she was full health. No. They've, they've been picking at her this whole time. Alrighty, I'm only going to roll once for their attacks, although they would normally be empowered into attacking more. So this is going to be temporary, and I'm going to apologize. When it oh god. <sighs> Alright, when it strikes you, Sarabi, you can feel strength leaving your body. Yeah, uh, I had nothing to begin with, it's fine. No, that's a bad thing. No, uh, that's a very bad thing. Your if eight your strength, strength hits zero, you die. Period. Your, eight, your eight strength is now a five. Excellent. Wait, why did it go down by three? It goes down by 1d6 per attack. Oh. If Shadows reaches, are uh, the single most deadly creature in 5e because of this reason. If, you, if your strength reaches zero, you instantly die. Oh, well, I'm dead then. Not yet. Fortunately, not yet. Aldrin, roll me strength. Please save your friend. Uh, is this... I'm assuming this is an action to pull her up. Effectively, or you're putting... You're put, if you're doing anything extra, please I let can. me know, and I can give you advantage. If you're doing anything special, definitely let me know. I mean, technically, well, Daniel can give advantage with that, right? I'm not sure what the logistics for that is, but... I don't think Daniel can actually help in any realistic way. No. I mean, technically, yes, but no. Because oh. it's just the help action, which is advantage on ability checks as well, right? I'm just gonna go for it. Nice. A 10. Another 10. Alrighty. Sarabi. Unless you want to do something else, um, you're basically... I'm gonna... Yeah? I'm gonna bonus action swap with my clone. So okay. he's up, I'm down now. Okay. And then I'll just, I'm going to action surge and it's smacking time. All right. So I, I will say at the start of their turn, mm. they're going to get hit by the, the, the badness. So you do know that. Would have also I mean, given one of them the help action then if I can't help Elgin. I can do that. I'm, I'm still going to go for the smack. Yeah, go for it. Do, I mean, you, you get two attacks, right? Uh, well, I think that one might be a little dead. All right, holy mother of God. Uh, which one was that? <laughs> the one on the right. The advantage. Oh, so my God. Right, right you seriously have a plus 12. Uh, it's a lot. It is indeed a lot. And this thing just turns to dust as you just absolutely erase it from existence. And another smack. Dear 
<laughs> Almost another crit. God, we have numbers. This one does not go down, but I'm going to say this with your crit bonus. What do you what do you want? Oh, God, I forgot we were doing the crit bonuses. Yeah, this thing is very close to death. Uh, I'm going to say mm, I'm going to say your weapon is 1d6, right? Mean, yeah. Roll me yeah. 1d6 flat and I will say that 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 over damage will hit this thing. It's not damage close. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you rolled high, my friend. OK, as you burst through the first one, it just explodes in the dust. Your mace continues and smashes into this one, and you follow up with a second blow, completely blasting it away. There are more on the way, but they're far enough that you guys have time to do something different. Are you sure there's no stairs in this place? There are stairs, but they don't lead to the roof. Just, just go. <laughs> I'm going to try it. Just keep going. Oh, oh, you mean have the rope? I mean, do we have somewhere else to go? No. Just, then go up the rope. Okay. I mean, unless you mean I teleport some to another building and we climb that one. <laughs> oh, let me actually use my action surge. Like, uh, um, I want to give myself a uh, bull really strength. To, if you really want to, you can also turn into a kitsune and I can teleport you off. If you turn to a little baby, Aldrin can put you on his back and he can just climb up. Also true. Assuming he doesn't feel his strength safe again. I was rolling kind of low, but we'll see. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> can I give him bull strength? If you still have a spell slot, you can. I do. Okay. I'm not sure if you can turn into a Kitsune then, though. That's also an action, right? Uh, they're both concentration, aren't they? Oh, they are, yeah. They're both concentration. Yeah, that's true. You have time to cast them both, but you don't have the concentration, unfortunately. All right, I'm just going to... Whoa, Polymorph is also concentration. They're both concentration. Yeah. So either either Polymorph or Bullstrength. Wait, does... Polymorph. Po does Polymorph still affect concentration if it's a um, innate to my species? Yeah. It's still polymorph. So it's, still, yeah. it's still polymorph. All right. You have the power, Sarabi. Whip out small, Sarabi. And then hope that I roll well. <laughs> I'll give you the help action to roll well. <laughs> I have no idea how Daniel is doing this. Like, he's giving you support or something, but he's doing it somehow. He's going to land and, like, point at his eyes with his feathers and point at you and be like, all right, bud, get in the game. Let's do this shit. <laughs> My moral support. Some in the fox. Nice. Some in the fox. It's fine. We're not going anywhere anyways. <laughs> I mean, you have advantage. Oh, yeah, I do have advantage. Slightly better. All right, a 15 is <laughs> good enough. Bless. You have bless. All right, 12 plus 3 yeah. is a 15. Sarabi hopping onto Aldrin's back in small fox mode with Daniel encouraging you and pushing you on. And please, dear God, let this end. I am whining <laughs> with my ears back in depression. <laughs> Lekka's also upstairs uh, pulling on the rope, so let's see how that goes. <laughs> you are able... <laughs> To bring all your friends like an extra plus one. up to the roof. Oh, yeah, I'm helping. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if anything, you like jiggle the rope and we go down a little bit. We're like, please stop. You're basically there, Aldrin. It moves down like six right. inches. You know, you know what? The help action is Daniel coming upstairs and slapping me, telling and me to telling stop. you not to help. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know you're trying to help, but don't do it. Trust me. They weigh a lot. <laughs> Alrighty. All right, all right, fine. <laughs> With that, you guys are able to scoot up this rope. God, there's so much blood. <laughs> you guys are able to scoot up the rope and get to the top finally. And as you do, you see three or four more of them circle the corner. You see two from the north, you see two from the south, and three from the east. And they're looking around, they're looking up, and their eyes shimmer in the darkness. And they know you're up there. You guys are on the roof, and for now, you're safe. What do y'all do? Uh, hut, hut, hut. For now, keep watch as I cast hearts. The problem is, ritual casting is concentration, isn't it? 
I believe so. I think you need to be concentrating yeah. while you're doing it, I think. So I'm going to have to... I think it is, yeah. So I'm going to have to drop my storm. So if you do get attacked, well, I start casting Tiny Nut. Alrighty. Tiny Nut is being cast. And as we're casting Tiny Nut, as mentioned before, it's going to take five minutes. You guys look over the edges and you can see you're being surrounded by these shadowy beings. They're looking around, but they can sense magic. Something up they above. They start climbing there. They do. It takes them a minute or so, but they indeed start climbing very slowly. Claws dug into the wall. They drag themselves up the side of this building. Are we going to have time? You might. You might not. You're not sure. So Aldrin, you guys can look over the edge and see them slowly climbing up. They're not going quickly. They're slow. Outside the building or inside the building? Outside. There's some inside the building that were attempting to get up. They climbed the stairs, but realized this doesn't lead to the roof and they gave up. Some are trying to climb from the inside, but the walls are dilapidating and giving up on them and they're falling. Not to the point where it's going to destroy this building, but it ain't helping. If I do a fireball, we'll destroy the building. Uh, A, it's not going to help, and B, that's a big blast and we'll track more probably. So if we need to do this faster, I have a potential. Actually, no, it can't do that, can it? The uh, orb of regret thingy. Oh my god. (laughs) I can cast any spell with it, right? Uh, Under a certain limit, yeah. Which everything you have access to currently at this level. It's worth it, do it. Is it, though? Is it instant? It's worth it. Yes, but I'm going to have to relive my past. (laughs) Regret or death? Which one? Uh, I guess. Give I, me well, I mean, I guess. Depending on the regret, that could be a really tough Actually, choice. Actually, mm. so do I need to be the ones using that, or is it like, I don't remember what it's. Uh... The, the, the caster needs to touch it and basically use it as a focus to cast a spell. Okay, but does it need to be a spell that I know? Yeah. No, okay. It, it's, it's, to it's, similar, it. it's similar to the Pearl of Power, kind of, but okay. it doesn't recharge. Um, and you don't need to like use it as an action. You can just touch it and just, you just got it. So you don't have to action, touch, action, cast. So. While you're thinking about doing this, uh, so mm, I guess to rewind for like two seconds, you are, I'm going to say a minute, maybe two minutes into casting Tiny Hut when you guys realize they're climbing. Aldrin and Sarabi, you see them slowly climbing the edges on the outside. Do you guys respond in any way, shape, or form to this? Or do you guys just like watch? And do you want Leka to go with that? Like I said, they are, they are climbing slowly. I mean, I can pick them off with Sacred Flame, I think. Yeah, I can too, but it won't do much because mine's not great. Yeah, you, you, you do know they're attracted to any kind of magic, so... Yeah. Then maybe we should just wait. I'm just going to not do anything for now. Same. Okay. Uh, let me go ahead and roll something then. So we're still currently at two minutes. Okay. They're still climbing slowly. Three minutes. <laughs> roll a two. <laughs> Four minutes in. Don't fall off. They're climbing. A few fall. Some lose interest, but you're still casting. They're still climbing. And they're close. They're getting close to the side domed edge. And... Can we kick them off the edge? Or would our feet pass right through? You can physically hit them. Aldrin has been smacking them. I mean, he also has a magical weapon. That's, uh, wait, does that count? That means that they'd always be drawn to us. Uh, No, sorry, by magic weapon, he means he can affect ghosts and such, mechanically. (gasps) Aldrin, there's one over there! Huh? I have no idea if shadows have that stuff, so... (laughs) Go smack it! By this point, we're in the final minute. The final 30 seconds. Like, I only needs about 30 seconds. And as this is happening, we see two of them crest the edge and look about. Their eyes glimmer in the night as they begin to slowly shamble towards Lekka. I'm going to go smack one. All right. Uh, do I have a target for you? Let me, let me throw one out there so you can roll against its AC. Do we actually have resistance against everything non-magical? All right, go for it, my dude. Uh, smack. Alrighty. As this thing walks towards you, you smack it upside the head. And it kind of like... <clears throat> 
and it's like half interested in the Aldrin, but not really. And actually starts to walk past you to Lekka. And the second one looks to be doing the same. You you smack it, but it doesn't really seem to hold any interest in you. Ooh, ooh. Are they both within 30 feet of me? Oh yeah, 100%. They just have to hear you. Okay, they have to do wisdom save. Alrighty. Unfortunately, these creatures have, this is the distinction I made. These creatures have an ability that makes them entirely immune to turn undead. So I can't scare wow. them away. Nope, they are completely well, immune to five, it. Your level 5 feature would have killed them instantly. What do you mean? Who, me or? Yeah, yeah no, the level 5 feature, what do you mean? Uh, level 5 clerics get um, an upgrade to turn undead, which makes any undead of CR half instantly die. Yeah, it's, it's, they feel the same. it is definitely quite It's nice. very strong. Yeah, it's really cool. Certainly these shades are immune to it, so... There is something unique about them. Sarabi, this would normally work, but they seem to entirely ignore what you do. Uh, we'll, we'll say physically, in terms of what's going on, you're probably here when you shout, Sarabi. And I'll say that the two of them are inching closer. Aldrin, you definitely would have met them near the edge, probably closer to here, I would say. And then Sarabi, uh, probably... can't be outside of the bubble. Uh, well, he, you, I assume you move outside the bubble to smack it, Aldrin, or no? Because you, you can move in when it finishes, right? Yeah, I mean, he has to be uh, inside. Yeah. Yeah, so no, like, he has to be inside when it finishes. Correct. Has when it, to be. Right, when it finishes. So you, you know you have a little bit of time here, Aldrin. So I, I assume you would have moved forward to meet it to prevent it from moving forward, right? Yeah. I mean, you can teleport to I mean, double, technically, right? Yeah. Uh, depends how far away I am. If I'm too far, my double's just gone. Well, we, we have the setup that that's not really too much of an issue. And like I said, you smack it and it, it, just, keeps, it just keeps walking. And as it's walking past you, the other one also begins moving forward. Uh, how do you, after you shout, Sarabi, what do you do, Aldrin, as you see they're basically ignoring you? Am I able to, like, actually grab them? You can do able to hit them literally anything. Anything you want. I want to try to, like, grab one and just throw it off. All right. That one sounds... That I, hit, I guess. Uh, the one that you didn't hit, sure. The other one damaged. Go and roll me athletics. <laughs> nice. I think I'm going to beat that. Probably. Probably. All right, a 15 against my one. You're, th- you're trying to throw them off the edge? Uh, yes. You literally have a minus two to that. Nice. All right, excellent. Uh, we'll, we'll say this one was starting to move forward, but it's near the edge. You're able to pick this bitch up, Aldrin, and just chuck his ass over the edge. He's so uninterested in you. This is like laughably easy. And it hurls down and just kind of like splats into a pile of them and looks right back up slowly, locks eyes with you, and just digs its dagger fingers into the wall and slowly starts climbing up again. Sarabi, so, you see this one that's getting closer and closer to Lekka. What do you do? I'm basically going to bounce between Sarabi and, and Aldrin for a few rounds, and you guys will know that Lekka's. Spells almost finished. This is Radiant. Yeah. Alrighty. As you cast this Sarabi. Oh, hang on. Yes. I mean, Daniel can give advantage to all this shit as well. Remember, that's double. That's 36 damage. 36, yeah, but 32. they've survived 40 before. They have, but this one's been hit already. Oh, it has? Mm-hmm. Aldrin hit it. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, and your guiding bolt shoots the stomach of this thing, separating it in twain. The upper half lands on the rooftop and begins slowly dragging towards you, Sarabi. But it disintegrates before it gets within five feet of you. Aldrin, after you threw this one over the edge, Sarabi casts Guiding Bolt and they all become incredibly agitated. Instantly, their climbing speed doubles and then triples and they all begin heading towards the top of the roof. Oh dear God. There are far too many for you to stop on your own, but you know Lekka literally only needs like 12 seconds, like 15 seconds. 15 seconds and it's done. That's it. What do you do, Aldrin? Run back. Uh, does it look like more than one is going to make it up before he's done? Probably not. You're not sure. 
is really difficult to tell. You're not really sure if you have enough time. Uh, go ahead and roll me perception. It's just just to kind of like gauge the general. So is this a weird time to mention that they're attracted to magic and you should probably not use magic? I was you know, figuring you'd finish in time. I'm not worried about it. You know, like I'm doing right now, casting this ritual spell. Trust. If you run Aldrin, you should be safe, but you're not sure. You're pretty sure they're not going to make it. Uh, I'm Aldrin. gonna I'm gonna run back and just get a javelin ready. I guess it's fine. I mean, I can still finish it while I'm inside, or while they're inside. We'll just have to kill them. I guess. Yeah, I'll just run back and then uh, get ready to throw a javelin just in case one gets too close. Already, oh, unless one of them breaks my concentration, I guess. But you know, javelin prepped, Sarabi. You see them cresting over the edge, rushing towards our bubble. They're a mere seconds away. What do you do? You see your friend run in, pull a javelin. I'm good. You're good. All right. <laughs> they run wildly towards the dome and closer and closer and closer they get. And <laughs> it dives for you, Sarabi, knowing that you cast that last spell. Daniel? Can I punch it? Can I throw my javelin at its face? Daniel's using his help action. Uh, please, please throw your javelin, yes. With advantage. That's <laughs> I see. Actually, Beautiful. Is your, is your javelin with a magic weapon? It, no. That's half damage, then. Oh, it's, all, it's all good. It's still a I beautiful mean, crit. With the crit, I would want the extra effect of, like, I don't know, I threw it so hard that it knocked it back just a little bit. <laughs> no. Perfect, perfect. I'm just trying to delay it. Yeah. And you do. You can tell this creature was 100% dead set on getting to Sarabi, but you stop it ever so slightly. You halt, you halt its charge, but it continues burrowing forward as it barrels towards you. About half of it gets into your designated area, Lekka, as your spell finishes. And as it does, the tiny hut is erected, slicing this thing's arm in twain and about half of its face and it sizzles to the floor. You can hear it and others hit the outside of the dome. As all the sound is nixed out, the temperature settles. You guys can see outside the dome, correct? Yeah. You're surrounded by at least 20 or 30 I'm of making them. the outside black. They're banging against it. They're angrily banging against it. They're scratching it. They're attempting to do everything they can to get in. I uh, hug Aldrin and Lekka in a terrified puppy puddle. Well, I've got good news and bad news. What? Well, they can't get in. What's the bad Definitely news? can't get in. The spell only lasts for eight. The spell only lasts for eight hours. I mean, it, it, assumably they're night creatures, so that's fine. Yeah, but will it be light in eight hours? Yes. Maybe a little bit. I mean, you know, luckily we're up high, so maybe. But... We're we're this is we're already mid midnight, aren't we? It is midnight, correct? Yeah, it'll be eight. There's no way it won't be dark at eight. Well, I'm just gonna have to, you know. Take a nap and have someone on watch, which is Daniel. Just uh, take a nap and then cast the spell again. Yeah. I mean, am I, technically, yeah, am I technically able to perform the ritual of Tiny Heart inside the Tiny Heart? You can, I believe. Yeah. I believe you can, but I will say this. For about two hours straight, they're scratching at the walls. Unending, unceasing, they want to get in. Three in the morning, still scratching. I mean, we can go outside. I can have Daniel, you know, dropping things on them. <laughs> Just be annoying. Yeah. I don't know if they care. They do not. You're not really sure how many there are if Daniel were to pop Are'd out. Are able to shoot stuff out, actually? Or was that another spell? No, you have to, like, go it out. It looks all magic, right? Yeah. You, have, you have to leave, yes. You have to leave. Okay. And they go at this for a while. As mentioned before, 
It is comfortable, though. You cannot hear them. You cannot smell them. They're not affecting you guys in any way. But you can rest during this time. I assume after the jitters kind of die down, you guys just kind of say screw it and ignore them and rest? Or do you keep... Uh, obviously, Daniel can keep on watch, and he can wake you. I assume the three of you are just going to rest. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know if I'll be able to. Alrighty. You're gonna do it. You're gonna like it. Maybe look out like sound and stuff. Or? Oh no, yeah. I mean, the, the, the tiny hut. You can't hear anything. There's no sound. It, you're, you're you're comfortable. So. Oh well. Yeah, also, I'll make I... sure to block everything out and like turn off the outside vision except for a small viewport. Yeah, right. so, <laughs> works for me. Basically, you guys know they're there, but you can't hear them. The, the point of tiny hut is that you guys are comfortable and they can't really screw with you. But you know they're there and they're scratching Sarabi, and you know they're there. Maybe that bothers you for an hour or two, but it becomes a rote. After that time, there it's it's just like go away, stop. And while you guys are sleeping, you do indeed know they're still present, and this does indeed last for eight hours. When sunrise just barely begins to crest the edge of Hot Springs Island, they all stop simultaneously, looking towards the light. They give up on their quarry, and every single one leaves. And in that time, after your guys' long rest has passed and everyone's nice and comfortable, you're all safe, as all of them have gone. <laughs> all right. Note to self, um, hide somewhere once dark hits. Also, don't use magic at night. Kind of impossible to do. Well, when, when just the light we use is magic. I mean, we could use torches. Torches? Ugh. Good, oh my but, god. Yeah, well, I'm a sorcerer. I'm literally magical. I mean, when it's use torches or use fire magic and attract shadow monsters, I think I'll go with how? torches. Magic How is in would... my blood. I have never used a torch before. Wee. That's not your cleric. It's only your blood. How dare you? That's cultural appropriation. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> How would uh, continual flame actually affect that? Because is that technically magic? Ambient uh, magic? I'm going to say the spell that's on the ring does not count because you guys have so many magic items on you. You can't just turn off magic items like that. Because yeah, the sword okay. is magic. That's not fair. So those don't count. All right. We took a long rest. Active, yes, so please oh, long rest. wait, hang on. Yes? Yes? Can I do prayer of healing inside? Of course. Yes. B before the long rest. Yes, that will save you hit die. Yeah. Prayer of healing. All right, go ahead and heal by 13. Nice, I don't have to use hit die now. And then after you've healed for 13, go ahead and long rest. Also, Sarabi, you feel your strength returning to you after this rest. You do feel much more refreshed, fortunately. And you do know, upon reflection, that they were specifically attracted to spells being actively cast. Anything that's actively happening, they're attracted to. So your magic items are technically safe. Out the porthole, you guys can see the sun rising, and it's now day 19 on Hot Springs Island. I'm also going to throw an inspiration point your guys' way, because that was awesome. A lot of slippery rope climbing, but we survived in the end. Mildly hilarious if it wasn't for the fact that shadows will absolutely destroy us. <laughs> <laughs> a, a little slapstick because, because we are weak little casters <laughs> yeah it was slightly Not slapstick me. except <laughs> for Aldrin yeah you're safe like, it's probably a good thing that Lekka did not get hit by three of them in a row you dodged so <laughs> many dude it's insane yeah that shield was very important for me uh, hell yeah well, it was my guy definitely would not have survived that was a wonderful time shield range. now I will say that one extra AC you added with <laughs> the weapon upgrade actually saved you because you would have been a 17 and still would have hit <laughs> so yeah that one freaking AC saved you. That's insane. Alrighty. Besides that, we're, we are refreshed. We can say during this time, you would have casted, because uh, you, you, you've been telling me that you're doing this, you would have cast your detect magic on the magic items you guys found. I'll tell you what they do next week when we begin in day 19 
on Hot Springs Island.